I really liked our idea for the for the vine commentary. Mm-hmm. That was good. Let's watch two vines. I th- yeah. I really think we should do that. Once we run out of movies, we're gonna have to. Oh, once we do, just yeah, because that'll happen. I mean, eventually, <laughs> eventually, there are a lot of we, movies at the rate we're going, which is just breakneck speed. We will outpace <laughs> the production of Hollywood. I wonder if somebody know- out there like knows how many movies there are. I don't think it would be possible to know that because you would have to define what a movie is. Right. I guess you would say like like professionally produced movies that came out in in this kind of manner. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Like you would have to have a certain kind of like. Even uh, then, though, there's got to be people out there making a movie that no one knows about. Right. I mean. Yeah. But that doesn't count if it's right, like, it right. has to come out like through the studios and stuff. We would get like real finicky. with. I it. mean, you could you could probably get pretty close. Yeah. Somebody knows. Somebody like it's out there. Mr. IMDb Jones knows. There's probably a debate about it, like what counts as one or how early they count or something. Oh, I thought you meant there was a debate about how many there were. Like, there's just people sitting around being like, <laughs> 10! It's, <laughs> it's 16 million, and I refuse to hear otherwise. <laughs> no, by, like, informed people whose job it is to, like, collect reels. Yeah, and- I, I don't know. I feel like IMDb is the place that i would think would be I closest know. i i don't care enough to look into it okay anyway but maybe we'll get there maybe we'll find out just by covering all the movies oh we will get there yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll give each movie a pair it'll be like just like a big old wedding uh podcast <laughs> but we're marrying movies and that's beautiful that's something really nice it is really nice. It is really nice. <laughs> anyway, I'm Maddie. I'm Mary Ellen. Uh, hello. Hello. Guys, and welcome. We have made to it. our first ever oh. reader mail show. Yes, we've made it 25 episodes. Uh, we're very proud of ourselves. Uh, I personally did not think we would get this far. <laughs> Going to be really? real. Yeah. Is that. How far did you think we would be? Well, I want to remind you, the last time I tried to make a podcast, uh, things did not go well. Are we getting real? Is this when we finally start getting real? (laughs) I mean, I've mentioned it offhand. You mentioned it in passing. Yeah. The last time I tried tried to make a podcast, none of the episodes we recorded were ever produced. Uh, so my expectations. Well, there were there were some recording screw ups that well, happened. I, we in this mm. in no one's fault. Like episodes were deleted. I wasn't involved in the production uh, of this podcast, yeah. so it's it's easy for me to say that. But it, I don't know. <laughs> it's actually pretty hard to record a podcast. We've certainly it I've is. certainly messed up my recordings for this show, and that's why we have multiple backups. But, but anyway, yeah. my goal was really just to get at least one out there, and mm-hmm. uh, we've done that twenty four times over, and I'm I'm pretty blown away. The fact I think that people are listening too as well is pretty stunning that is the part that surprises me <laughs> still actually yeah, every day. not that i don't think we're hilarious because right. i do think that right but i am shocked that other people do agree I, guess. I don't yeah. know yeah uh it's been I a think trip that's really cool yeah and so we finally i mean we've had very little like we haven't had a self-congratulatory episode yet <laughs> yeah we haven't really fully it's you know, more just been something ourselves. we've done in passing right. on every show yeah we decided to just devote episode 25 to that yeah and i think people are gonna be really into it <laughs> i don't know i don't know i think they will be because we're gonna do a reader mail section and we get a lot of really great reader mail and we 
almost never read it. No, we read it. We just don't read it on the podcast. Oh, well, yeah. we, you make it sound yeah, like right. we just no, like delete right, everything. Right. We that always comes in. read it, but I just mean I feel like other podcasts actually read it aloud on their show. Well, and other podcasts, to yeah, I don't know. They they do what they want. Other mm-hmm. podcasts probably have time. We just talk so goddamn much. Well, I think every now and then we could do a reader mail app if people like this one. Yeah, then... this will be like a trial. And if uh, we get zero listens, then I guess we'll get the message. Damn. Mm-hmm. Uh, should we say Should we say the name of the show so you can put the theme song in? I was thinking I wouldn't put it in <gasps> this time. Because it's like a special episode. Exactly. I was thinking I might write some other theme songs for this this app because so so normally what the show is, I, I mean, imagine <laughs> if this was your first episode of Let's Watch Two Movies. This is, you've got to be so confused right now. This is extremely fake news because yeah. <laughs> we have not watched two movies and I'm so sorry because that's what we normally do on the show. And normally but we were up front. Our we... title is already kind of controversial. <laughs> um which we will get to because that's going to be our first segment. Yeah. But normally our show involves us watching one movie mm. in one episode. And then yes. the second episode that goes with it pairs a movie with the previous one. Right. So it's so, kind of like two week chunks. Yeah. We release complimentary episode pairings, um, mm-hmm. but each episode contains one movie. Because uh, we want to give each movie its kind of due time. And then we're like, oh, let's marry this movie uh, to another movie. And now they're mm-hmm, married mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about them like yep. that. But admittedly, titling our podcast, Let's Watch Two Movies, <laughs> is confusing because it sounds as though we're going to compare two Excuse movies me? every I think it's episode. great. I think it's great. I mean, I'd say that's the only flaw with that title. And otherwise, <laughs> otherwise title. Perfect. I it's not hard to remember it's not it doesn't have bad SEO it's just perfect across the board but Mary Ellen's dad has been critical of the show's title he really historically like yeah vocal like very vocally uh critical yep and he has not listened to the show because we swear and because of the title (laughs) being confusing but that's I think what you get the purest uh kind of criticism from people who don't actually listen to you um I think so yeah it's like an outsider's take right you can't really bias them with the actual content of the show uh they're just Mm -hmm, gonna get mm -hmm. it give it to you straight and he is my father uh which might create some bias usually but in this case no you know no 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 he's actually our harshest critic i would say even harsher than ripley yeah but i mean tough (laughs) call tough call they're tied at this point i think yeah well but anyway ripley's mary ellen's cat for those of you who aren't long-time listeners she has an excellent Um, podcast uh very critical of ours yep yeah anyway so Mary Ellen just had a little sit down with her dad and recorded it for all of you where they discussed just some feedback that he has for our show, some mm-hmm. s- some things we could be improving. Yeah, and, and his thoughts on, on movies and, and this particular project. Yeah, he our listeners gave him some questions about movies and he answered them and and he still doesn't intend to listen to the to the app. I don't even think he's going to listen to this app. He I don't probably, know. He got really cocky after uh, we recorded it. And the funniest thing, like two hours later, he's like, how many listens do we have? I'm like, dad, no. Like, yeah, I, it's not even up. It's like, not what? up. I just, we're going to put it in a future listens, episode. Like yeah. me and Maddie have listened to it. Dad. Right. That's, that's it so far. So he got like a big head immediately. And so I'm a, like, I think he'll listen to this. I'm a little concerned about what it'll do to kind of his ego. But, you know, it's a risk mm. I'm willing to take. All right. I guess I won't say anything complimentary about it. Just 
Just kidding. Mary Ellen's dad, if you're listening, I think you did a great job and Ugh. thank you for humoring us because <laughs> I realized that this is very strange and you didn't, at least according to the interview, you don't really know what a podcast <laughs> is. So I appreciate that you went along with my, this. I mean, honestly, though, my dad is like such a stone cold weirdo that it's fine. It, you know, I just approached him with a microphone. And he was up for it. So it happens. Right on. All yeah. right. I guess I'll, I'll drop that in. Without further ado. Mary Ellen's dad theme. I don't know <laughs> if I'm really going to do that. I, I'll take that out if I don't. I'll figure something out. You could do like a general like interview theme in case we ever interview anyone again. Yeah, that's a good idea. For once we've elected to get some perspective from outside the very narrow framework of opinions expressed by the hosts of this show. No, it's not. It's just my soundtrack. My life. No, you can't. One more. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, fun. no, it can't be on at all. Hey, everybody. This is me uh, with my dad. I'm going to ask him some questions about the podcast. Um, because he's had some strong opinions in the past, I wanted to give him a chance um, to sort of, uh, you know, speak for himself. Um, so, Dad, you have a lot of strong feelings about the, the title of, of the podcast. Let's watch two movies. I do. Um, <laughs> I've never listened to the actual podcast. And why not? I've been busy. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't like F-bombs. Yeah. So it, there's that. But I still don't understand. The name of the podcast is... Let's Watch it? Two Movies. Let's Watch Two Movies. And it's always about one movie. So I, I, I get thrown by that right out of the gate. So that has kind of tampered my enthusiasm to actually listen. Uh-huh. But I think if you can convince me that it's worthwhile, maybe I'll consider it. What? What, the, uh, what? One other issue I have is, from what I understand, you'll talk for six to eight hours about a 90-minute <laughs> <90 minute> movie. <laughs> So why can't I just go see the movie and save myself five or six hours? All right. Well, what Maddie and I do, we we watch the movie and we recap it. But while we're recapping it, we like talk about stuff we notice or stuff that's interesting or like our interpretations of a scene. So it's like it's like watching a movie, but with added commentary. So it ends up being a little bit longer. I get it now. Now you get it. Yeah. <laughs> so we only did one episode that was that long, and it well, was one, one other complaint. You never put movies in that I suggest. No. Well, it's we always don't... obscure, like iGen movies that you know. iGen. iGen. What does that mean? The new generation. Like millennials. No, beyond millennials, it's called iGen. You got to get with it. You. We're millennials. No, though. no, non. The next generation. It's called iGen. They haven't. The they haven't made movies no, they yet. Did. Whatever. <laughs> they're like, so they're my like point 14. Is, I suggest a good movie, and I never, never gets approved. What movies have you suggested? You, I don't uh, think you've. Fletch. <laughs> Fletch compared to what? Dumb and Dumber. Classics. No. You know, classics. What's your favorite movie? Of all time? Yeah. Uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. All right. Many okay. many people list that as their favorite movie. I I I didn't say it was a bad movie. It's, no, it's a classic. It's fine. There's nothing quite like it in the history of cinema. 
What are your feelings on the movie Mad Max Fury Road? I hate that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's just way too much action. I, I need more of a story. It has a story. No, it, uh, they got to get through the gap or whatever, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. And with the Jeeps, like crazy Jeeps. There's no Jeeps. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> There's a truck. And... So I do, you do know when I watched it, I was in acute Lyme disease I syndrome. Know, so you, I, didn't, I didn't enjoy it at the You time. rated the B movie as higher than Mad Max oh, Fury Road. Oh, my God, the B, Jerry. I just love Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> What else? Do I, oh, uh, somebody asked if you could pick a movie that describes your life. What would you say it is? Describes my life. That like most closely resembles your life. Wow. Yeah. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> I know every Christmas you say it's a wonderful life. Oh God, yeah. I it describes about that. your yeah, life. That's a classic. Which I don't think is true. Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> How does Goodwill Hunting? Well, I used to be really good at math. No, we weren't. And I was a janitor. You were a communications major. I was a janitor. Major. I was really good at math. Were you really a janitor? It was, for a few days. I picked tobacco. How many days? Like three or four. I couldn't take it. <laughs> Where were you a janitor? In Avon, Connecticut. Oh, okay. I cleaned toilets in, in an for, office But park. for four days? Well, maybe a week I had to clean two. toilets at Starbucks. A week like, or two. People clean toilets. No, I mean, that was my job. I was a janitor. I did math on a chalkboard. You, Goodwill hunting. Well, you did. You don't. You didn't do those things at the same time. I loved apples. <laughs> I loved drinking in Cambridge. Your cousins all sound like characters from Goodwill they hunting. They do. They do. So. I could relate to Goodwill hunting. Okay. Uh, I've seen a psychiatrist. <laughs> like all once. Of that. I love the Red Sox. <laughs> yeah. I love Ben Affleck as a jerk. Yeah. All that. Ben Affleck's having like a hard time right now. He really is. Yeah. It's time to fix it up then what else should i ask you i don't know I feel, um i feel like i'm on colbert show or something. what what movies yeah what's a like what would be a, an ideal pairing because we pair movies that's why it's called let's watch two oh, movies yeah. well you guys won't even consider woody allen no which i can understand but it's a shame because he was a genius back in his day i mean we'll watch him but we'll, we probably won't be very nice to him i know but he made some i've seen movies. um See, i love old woody allen movies i've seen the one with i've seen annie hall and i thought it was like okay but they're like you can you can re, like he has that creepy relationship with the young yeah, girl well, in it yeah and you kind of know it's it, like people say like take the artist away from it but like his creepiness is apparent in, like everything you like watching a bill cosby movie now right yeah or michael so. jackson show a michael jackson show yeah, oh like any, a concert yeah, anything, yeah. yeah. well yeah they kind of ruined it yeah what could we pair i'm trying to think what else is out there that i like i like like 70s movies like dog day afternoon and stuff Classics. we haven't really gone b back that far in time because most movies we like and know are like yeah, post like robert redford movies and you know, right. al pacino movies taxi driver we, we did I love stuff like that we did um raging bull we did Captain America Gino. Civil War and Robert Redford was in it. That yeah. counts. Yeah, that, he was a bad guy. That was new though, right? That very new. It's one of the Avengers movies. See, those are the movies I grew up with, so I I really All those. right. The seventies movies, eighties. Godfather. 80s. Oh, the Godfather's class. We keep joking about doing the Godfather. Yeah, that would well there's a lot that I mean that would take days to talk about. Mm. We do Godfather it. Godfather one, two, and three, right? We we wouldn't no, we never pair like a well, we haven't paired something in a sequel yet. So it'd be like Godfather paired with Suicide Squad. Yeah, what did I really like last year I watched? I have a list of movies. You somewhere. liked Lion, you like... All that stuff. You like Moonlight. Love Moonlight. 
But you also liked La La Land. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. I did not like it. But what to pair? The movies, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for this interview. I mean, Maddie and I don't ever really prepare for our episodes, and so... Who's going to hear this? The whole the whole world. Jesus. Yeah. Um, How often are you going to have to come on here? It's I'm, just like a, it's a celebratory 20, 25th episode sort of thing. I wanted uh, to give you like a voice. Anything, any closing <laughs> statements, anything we could improve our podcast or that would make you want to listen besides not swearing. <laughs> don't swear. <laughs> don't ramble on and on for hours. That's about kind of the podcast. It's not, it's two hours. Two hours. Um, and do two movies. I don't understand. Like I have to. I, well, because we we end up talking too much about one movie. If we did two movies, it'd be like four every episode. How about change the name? It's too late for that. We have everything. Like we have the Twitter name two, handle. Two girls talk about a movie. That's really what <laughs> that's, it is. That's even worse than let's watch two movies. <laughs> no, it's the truth. Tell we're not, the truth. We're women. We're not girls. You're, you're. It's like fake news. You're like Trumpers. Just like Trump Yeah, two movies. You're not really talking about two we movies. Eventually, we eventually, our contract is we will always get to two movies and then start again. How many people complain about the format? Only people who haven't listened to it. Once they listen to it, they, they like get, get it. it. Yeah. Get. Who are your uh, competitors? I don't know, like podcasts or movie podcasts Just, specifically. Yeah. I don't really know any other movie podcasts, um, but the big, big podcasts are my brother, my brother and me. Have you heard of them? No. They, it's. I wanted to do my sister, my sister, my sister and me because it's just just three brothers like talking. What if somebody comes along and, and does three movies? Ooh. What's yours called again? Let's watch two movies. Let's watch three movies, and then where are you? Uh, dead in the water, right. I guess. Yeah, so you got to be ready for that. Right. So your advice is start adding movies, more movies. Let's watch seven movies. <laughs> but it has to be one episode. <laughs> Let's watch all seventeen Woody Allen movies. Oh God! From the seventies. No, no one's gonna be able to keep up with you guys. I mean, you know what? We we're very good at what we do. I just don't know how many people want to be a part of what we do. So we're working on it. Um. Uh, Where's this going? This business is it? Is... <laughs> you asked that at the end of the interview. How do you... <laughs> oh, the business. Yeah. You're not you mean this this recording? Yeah. Like, is it is it quantifiable? Is it is it? Um... Right now, I think we each make like thirty bucks a month. So it's not Me... costing you money. It's... Uh, not anymore. We're we're out of the black officially. It's... I guess until the next payment is due on our hosting it's, fees. It's at least revenue neutral. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's what? not. Co I mean, it costs labor. Could probably. It ever pay the rent somewhere? Right. So there's a podcast called Chapo Trap House, mm -hmm. and they're almost at a million dollars a year. What do they talk about? Um, socialist politics and memes. Wow. What could you talk about that people would pay for? I think we have to be men. Because men usually make money. Why don't you put me on more often? <laughs> to bring in the to bring yeah. in the money. Bring in the white man, <laughs> suburban man <laughs> demographic. That's a good point. What I'll if, think about that. What if people listen to this and like, oh my god, this guy's a riot. We got to hear this all the time. And, and you guys just make millions. How much do I get? We'll we'll talk. What, uh, first of all, what are the odds that that happens? <laughs> very slim. That's why I'm not very concerned. <laughs> Um, yeah, so right now, it's not a money-making endeavor. It's more of a, a labor of love. It's for fun. It's for fun. We have a fun time doing it. If it took off... If it took off, great. I would be able to quit the baking industry. And How about talking about baking? I don't know enough about baking to talk. Like, I mostly just form cookies. People don't want to, like, hear that. Coffee roasting? You could have a whole... You could have your own podcast. You could borrow my microphone. Beer? 
beer. I'm sure there's beer. Lyme disease. There's probably a Lyme disease. I'm thinking all the things I'm expert in. (laughs) You've lived a storied life. Kayaking. That would be great. These are all really good ideas. Car shopping. See, this is why, though, you're not really a fit for Let's Watch 2. We don't talk about literally any of those things. International employee benefit. Great. Programs. What are the odds that Maddie listens to this and says, do not put that on our site? Slim. Maddie lets me get away with a lot, which is, I think. She'll say, oh, your dad, he's a riot. (laughs) That's <laughs> exactly. That, you sound just like Maddie there. Yeah, it's a regular riot. <laughs> Should I swear just to make it work? Yeah, go for it. I'm not gonna. <laughs> That's I'm a test. not going blue. <laughs> okay. I, I see the notes about, you've taken here. What you spelled Maddie's name wrong? It's M A D D Y. M A D D Y. Yeah. What's it? What's the title again? Two. Let's watch two movies. Let's watch two effing movies. That's what it's gonna be called. <laughs> <laughs> Let's watch two effing movies. I uh-huh. swear to God, you'd go from seven or eight hundred to seven or eight thousand. If we named it, let's watch, let's two, watch two fucking F- movies. No, not not the word, just F <laughs> movies. Because your grandmother would never put up with that. that. Yeah, that's true. I let's do need watch, to maintain a relationship with Trisha. Let's watch two effing movies. Okay. All right. That's my only advice. That's great advice. Right. Um, and Good thank luck. you for for guesting. It's been a pleasure. Okay. All right. Anytime. <laughs> Okay, and so next we're going into the reader mail. Yeah. Should I have a more exciting introduction instead of like, well, fuck, I guess. <laughs> hey, well, hey, listeners. Uh, I am so excited today because we asked you for some great questions and feedback, and you provided it, and it's so exciting. You wrote in some awesome stuff, and I feel so much love. Yeah, it's awesome. Are Was we going to good- read? I'm looking at the doc that you yeah. made now of all the reader mail. Are we going to read the ones that are mostly just compliments or are we only going to read the questions? Because some people just send us really nice emails. I know. I included the compliments if they're like short, like, thanks, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm, do great mm-hmm. and stuff. Some of like, I, I didn't want to get like too weird. I don't I know. I was planning on only reading the emails that <laughs> complimented us, expounded at length about our best qualities. Yeah. And not answering the question. But it's fine. You wanted to do a different way? That's yeah. fine. We'll do it your way. That's totally fine. I but. personally feel weird just talking about how great I am. But I know I, I know I, you have a different experience I of the world. I am joking. I would also... I already feel deeply <laughs> weird about this. It's, it's mostly questions. Yet. It's mostly questions. Okay, great. Great, great, great. All right. Our first question comes from Rob. Shout out to Rob. Hi, uh, Rob. Hey, Rob. You've been talking a bit, parentheses, a lot smiley face so i think that means that means it's okay that we talk about this a lot about the quote-unquote bronus of movies like the prestige the dark knight and shawshank redemption and have commented that maybe you didn't understand the popularity because you weren't a guy what are some movies that a guy would say the same thing about something that women love but men just give a quizzical eye to what do you think maddie I've I've answered um, these questions a little like that's I've taken great. notes. I the, my first thought as soon as I read this email was the movie Legally Blonde, which ah, is actually a great movie that I, I think a lot of men write off and are like that just based on the cover it looks like a Reese Witherspoon rom-com and it's entirely about femininity and like feminine values and yeah. like embracing femininity in what is traditionally seen as a male dominated profession which is being a lawyer yeah and uh, like, and like also traditionally seen as like a masculine aggressive profession and yeah going to harvard it's about gender and it's 
it's an old movie. It's like a couple decades old. I I think it was made in the nineties. So, mm-hmm. but it no, holds up I was, pretty I think well. I was like a. I was like. Oh, it might have been in the early two thousands. Yeah, because I was that. like in my teenage years when it came out. Because I but remember I've my watched sister's watching recently, that all the time. Two thousand one. So like right on the. Oh, okay. Right so on I was, the edge I was of the Eleven or twelve when it came out. I just think that's a movie that a lot of dudes write off, and yeah. and that's kind of too bad. But that just says more about masculinity in america i i actually think that if dudes watched it they would realize what i'm talking about at least the dudes listen to this show and be like wow this is actually pretty interesting yeah i remember even when i was young watching that movie and being kind of uh charmed by the way it it takes on like expressions of femininity like i don't think i got it yet because like yeah i definitely didn't get it when i saw it in high school i just was like oh this is a funny movie that was funnier than i thought it would be and then as an adult i watched it and i was like holy shit this movie is taking on a lot and yeah it's pretty incredible in a, in a smart way it's pretty clever about a lot of things yeah um, and just in general i think a lot of rom-coms guys don't see the appeal of and there are some really great ones that you and i both like um mm. but we don't have to go down the rabbit hole of that i what did what were the ones that you thought of when you read this question um so yeah i mean primarily i, I first think of rom-coms mm-hmm. um and romantic like uh drama things too right, just romances um, Right. I feel like any movie that's mostly about people talking about how they feel, mm-hmm. <laughs> like navigating like their complex like relationships, I feel like men kind of turn away from. I, but when when I say men, I don't mean all men everywhere. Yeah, I think we have a pretty forever. biased sample of listeners. So Yeah, I'm sure a lot of the dudes who listen to this podcast are, are have atypical they're not like hyper masculine interests or you know? they're willing to listen to us talk about how we don't so yeah that at least shows that they're open-minded right i'm saying if we're talking in like purely gendered terms mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. what is what movies are coded as masculine what movies are coded as feminine that's what i'm talking about yep totally um so if you've seen a rom-com great uh, your award is on the way um <laughs> your trophy is in the mail i'm finally, talking i'm finally. talking purely in like st- like gendered uh, traditionally gendered terms um and uh i mean i don't know if i want to bring this one up but apparently the tw- 2016 version of Ghostbusters uh, was enough to oh, tear gosh. the world of men just asunder. Um, I don't really know. I I eventually watched the movie, and it was fine. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think that movie is fine. I think it has some pretty funny parts. Yeah, I, some parts are a little like they like. I feel like the family friendliness they tried to go mm-hmm. for kind of makes it a little cheesy at parts. But some parts are like genuinely really funny, and it's it's cute overall. It's not my favorite movie ever, but it didn't like ruin my life i don't know but, but people freak the fuck out and there's you know a lot of writing about that mm-hmm. uh, but i think that's and all pretty... of it is right is that what you're saying yeah all the all the people who freaked out and like uh hid under their desks for weeks <laughs> in anticipation of that movie coming out were correct and it uh i think everything got ruined after as far as i know I think so, um, yeah. I mean, it's been yeah. really hard for us to do this podcast because we've had to watch movies like as they've slowly been deteriorating around us. Yeah, weirdly, all their movies are now uh, disappearing. Just yeah, it's kind of like Back to the Future-y. It's like the right. movies started fading away right. as soon as Ghostbusters came out. And like every time a reboot movie changes anything about the original movie in terms of casting choices, yeah. 
that just slowly erodes that other past movie and, right. and any other movies that are adjacent to it in any way or were influenced right. by it. So really all media is actually just slowly getting ruined. Yeah, I've actually heard um, there's there's special kind of organizations that are hoarding old copies of the original Ghostbusters movies. Um, wow. And, and really, yeah, it's I mean, it's got it's a good thing there. someone's doing that. It is. Uh, I think that's something that requires a lot of our focus at this time. Um, yeah, I'm going to donate to those organizations. Yeah, right after great this. People. Anyway, did you have like <laughs> movies that you wanted to recommend? To yeah, you? I wrote down a few, and I also thought of like what movies. If I'm like hanging out with a female friend, mm-hmm. or I'm hanging out with one of my sisters, what's a movie that's reliable that we're all going to click with, regardless of of kind of like our sense of humor? Bridesmaids is absolutely one. Yeah. Um, it's the weirdest. Like, even I was at the bakery the other day and my coworker just started quoting from Bridesmaids and I picked it up and like finished the scene. It's like, <laughs> it's for, like we've all like clicked into that as like a generation of women. It's awesome. It's the plain scene, which I can pretty much do entirely from memory. Um, I, okay, I'm gonna get hate maybe for this one uh, because I know Amy Schumer has done some like problematic ass stuff, but like so has Christian Bale, so has Michael Fassbender, so has all the, the boy heroes, so whatever. I did like Trainwreck. I thought Trainwreck was very funny. I liked Obvious Child. I liked. Uh, I love Obvious Child. We've talked about doing that on this show, actually. We should. So. And I have a good pe- pairing for it. Um, we've talked about Friends with Benefits. Uh, we talked about um, Man Up, I think we've mentioned. Yeah, I was going to really say Man Up one. is one of mine. That was a rom-com that Mary Ellen recommended to me mm-hmm. that I really enjoyed. And I think it's still on Netflix and I had never heard of it before. And it's weirdly reason, titled. I don't know who the fuck gave it that title. because Yeah, that Man Up is like a bad title, that, right. it, but it, I enjoyed it a lot. I thought so. it was really funny and really good. <laughs> um, I really liked What If, the one with uh, Harry mm-hmm. Potter yeah, um, it was okay. I wouldn't recommend it as strongly. But I liked it, so... Okay, fine. I, didn't, I don't think it's as, as funny, but I thought it was, like, cute, warm, nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked About Time, um, which is more like a romantic drama. I liked Your Sister's Sister, uh, which is a romantic drama. Weirdly, Black Swan, I feel like, is one that dudes do not watch. Um, yeah. They just don't even engage with it. I guess ballerinas, like ballerina drama, maybe is like too coded feminine, um, but it's like bloody ballerina drama, which is awesome. Yeah, I think Black Swan just suffered from not really knowing how to market itself and kind of being like semi-horror, semi-psychological thriller. And I I don't know why that didn't work for dudes, but... Whatever. It's uh, rad. Listen to our ep about yeah. it if you haven't. <laughs> but those are just a random sampling of like feminine coded things that I have enjoyed. Cool. You're welcome. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rob, that's your answer. I hope you're happy. Yeah. Let's be, let's be really confrontational with everyone. I think Rob was genu- genuinely interested, hopefully. Great. All right. This next question comes from James. I think most of these questions are coming from dudes uh, as far as I can. Like, uh, the one- well, that's that's like the personality type that writes into a podcast. That's true. I that's mean- true. They've actually, and they've done, like, the amount of people who are actually, like, participate on forums or things like that. It's, like, very male-leaning. Mm-hmm. Ladies. I, you know, I know the ladies are out there because they tweet hey. at us. Yeah, they do. Ladies. Ladies. I know you're out there. Um, I know Dia sent us a fan mail, like, right under the wire before we started recording this. Yeah, oh, and, and Pam uh, from Media Mavens sent us a, a question barely under the wire. So, the ladies are just late. You know women. <laughs> yeah. They had to just, put their makeup on. They're just They had to get ready. <laughs> just send an email? <laughs> you don't put your makeup on every time you send an email? I mean, I do. Okay. But- 
I it takes. You know. I mean, whenever I'm like, I'm so sorry. It took me a while to send out that email. It's usually because I've had to apply a full face of makeup. I mean, to be honest, there are days when I like only put on some tinted sunscreen and then send out some emails. But yeah, I, I know I it's know not it's not professional. That. But That's... I just wanted to humanize myself for the pod. All anyway, right. All right. it was a bold uh, choice. Um, Do you want to like go every other? Like I could read this. I don't care. But oh yeah, maybe I should give you a chance. I know how to read. I just want to. <laughs> you have the same. It. You have the same document pulled up. I do, yeah. All right, go, uh, uh, take take a try. Let's see. Let's see if you so can do it as well email, as I have. Oh my god! <laughs> this next email is from James. And shout the first out. question. You have to give him a shout out. Shout out, James! <laughs> shout out! Wait, I'm just gonna in interge- the immortal words of Mary Ellen. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna interject here. Shout I just want to say I listen to. I listen. No, this is right. I can't tell if you're trolling me for like. No, this is genuine. It has to do with what you just said. Um, I listened to the Cabin in the Woods episode, and I don't say shout out once. And I just want to say I'm really proud of myself because that's a weird verbal tick I apparently have. It's very like prominent in some episodes. So I'm working on it. Anyway, I feel like. When I edit the episodes, I'll notice things I say a thousand times too, and yeah. it it's so weird. Like it is the way weird. that I say "yeah" repeatedly, like "yeah, yeah, yeah," and that kind of thing. I'm like, "Shut mm-hmm. up, shut up!" Editing a podcast is so hard. You become so self critical. It's of, like, weird. Your own speaking style. Yeah. Anyway, we should anyway. shut the fuck up, but yes. we can't because we have to answer this mail. Oh boy, what All a right. conundrum. Okay, James would like to know what are your favorite and least favorite movies you have ever watched i think we answered favorite in the first episode we ever did yeah so. well a, a few people asked us i answered the favorite one further down when connor asked it because a few people asked us about favorites mm-hmm. um so you want to say least favorites yeah i think that's worth getting into yeah. i <laughs> god um it's really hard for me to answer least favorites because i'll ye- just stop watching a movie if i don't right. like it and I watch so many movies that it's hard for me to remember all of them. But I can list one from this week because of how often I watch movies. I tried to watch the Lego movie this week and I fucking hated it. Oh it's, no, Maddie, no. I'm so sorry, but I just, it's so, just the way that Chris Pratt's character treats the female character in that mm. movie, I found so grating. And I Maybe. like, I can normally get on board with Chris Pratt. And I really liked Lego Batman and I had never seen the Lego movie, but I just was like, I can't do this. I wow. cannot make it through this movie. And I, everyone I know loved it. So I felt crazy and I kept I, like trying to yeah. go back to it. But yeah, you did you like it? I can't remember. I still haven't seen it. Um, oh, and, no. I I'm know. ruining it for you. <laughs> no, you're not going to influence me. I'm too I'm too. You might love it. I just I, well, couldn't. Oh God, I, told I won't people, tell you anything more. I told people I really enjoyed Lego Batman, and everyone I heard from said Lego Batman was great. I thought Lego Movie was even better. You need to check that out. Um, so I don't know. Those I'll, give it, I'll give it a try. Are wrong. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to. If I watch it and end up like loving it, we'll have to do it for the podcast. Yeah, we will. I I would have to complete watching it though. I've only I'm only halfway through, wow. and I I found it like unbearable. I feel like it'll take me a while to like commit to watching a movie. And so I feel like it's rare that I see something I hate beginning to end. Um, Usually I will think something has some good qualities and then get really frustrated because I feel like it wastes those qualities or Mm -hmm. takes a really bad turn. Oh, I remember one that made me really mad. 
It's the one with where Tom Hardy plays uh, two boys, two large boys. Oh, oh, fuck! What um, was the name of it? It's like it... the the bad twins or something. Crime tw- <laughs> crime twins. I think that was it. I'm gonna IMDb. Hans- this. Handsome crime twins. Tom Hardy. Ha- Tom Hardy handsome crime twins. Legend. Legend. Oh yeah. I watched that movie. I was extremely frustrated. I think it. Ha- I mean, Tom Hardy does a great job. He plays twins. It's great. They don't make out though, which I, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> I mean, if you have the opportunity for Tom Hardy to make out with we himself and you don't do it, then I don't I feel understand. Like that's an example of what you were saying earlier, where you're frustrated <laughs> with a movie not taking advantage of an opportunity that it has. Yeah. Otherwise, fantastic movie. No, I'm mm. kidding. Um, it it started out with some amount of promise and then ended up taking some plot turns where pretty much every character was like an irredeemably terrible fucking person. Uh, every character left alive. Um, and then the movie continued on for another hour. Uh, and so it was it, it, like half the time build itself as like a quirky hijinks like crime spree movie. And then the other half, it was like a very, very sad uh, tragedy bad man movie. Um, I don't know. It was, it was really, I was really disappointed with it. Uh, mostly for the making out. Um, yeah. Lack of that. Uh, I really did not like The Revenant. Um, I guess another movie, like this is one of the only examples of a movie that in the cinema I realized was bad was the live action Daredevil movie that came out when I was like in high school. That wow. I very rarely have the experience of watching a movie in the cinema and like usually afterwards you think about it and you're like that had some problems but like i remember watching jennifer garner do a cartwheel and thinking (laughs) this is bad i'm watching a bad movie right now isn't it weird isn't it weird that period in childhood where you start realizing that some movies are bad it's the most bizarre thing i remember that i also remember really hating sin city a movie that people love i've never seen it because it looks so like jerk offy it's maybe we should do it on this show because i hated it that movie was like one of the first movies that i was like maybe sexism exists like i was like still in my like deeply misogynist phase of life but i saw sin city and i was like this this might there might be something to feminism but this it was like chipping away at my wall that movie was like a big axe that hit that wall and was like what the fuck is this shit if you if you if you ever get like a ted talk-esque thing on your (laughs) on your like feminist journey i want you to start it with your viewing of sin city i think that would be a really good framing device i will never do a ted talk anyway i mean yeah but any other least favorite movies coming to mind because james has a couple more questions i was really disappointed by uh the lobster um because i thought it had a really interesting premise um and some yeah, I like i remember seeing trailers for that that looked kind of cool and people were like hyping it people liked it and i got really mad about the whole well and i i, I later realized that this director is known for like particularly cynical and and somewhat sadistic uh plot lines mm. and it takes a somewhat sadistic and cynical turn and um i i think you could i'll say for my own personal taste i i mean i just don't like movies that have an overly cynical view of human beings or life. Mm -hmm. I don't think necessarily it was a technically bad movie. I just really didn't like it. It wasn't for me. Um, Yeah. So that's fair. I mean, we've certainly talked about that on this show before. We both have trouble with that. Right. Uh, Avatar, uh, the one with the blue people, pretty terrible. (laughs) I saw it in 3D and IMAX, which is actually the only way to watch it. 
Yeah, because it's pretty much more like a ride than like a yeah, it's, movie. It's kind of like a cool video game. I don't know. There's nothing to it. Yeah. It's just, Those are just Pocahontas, ones... except like even worse somehow. Yeah. <laughs> somehow. And those are the ones I picked off just the top of my head. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Good um, picks. Or bad picks. Yeah, you're right. They're, right. they're bad movies. Anyway. <laughs> Number two, if you had to oh, live in a Suicide movie... Oh, Suicide Squad. We saw that together. Oh, yeah. We saw Suicide Squad that together. That was bad. We talked that. Maybe yeah. someday we'll have to watch it again for this show if we ever someday. find the, the right thing to pair with. Sorry I keep interrupting you. Go, you go ahead. It's fine. Okay. If you had to live in a movie universe, but you got to pick which movie, which would you pick? You could just sell out on this one and just pick a movie that's already set in our world but right. I, I assume it's more fun if we pick something that's like a science fiction movie or fantasy yeah. movie i mean i'm an i'm a generally anxious person mm-hmm. um so i wouldn't probably pick like space battles or um, so you'd pick like all dogs go to heaven or like that <laughs> movie, movie with like really that movie is scary <laughs> as hell like i don't even want to joke is. that movie's got some weird themes but it does have really clearly delineated moral rules I don't care. which is comforting unlike but there is world. a hell i don't mm, i don't i don't want to sign is, on for there that is. yikes yeah you brought me back i don't know i was trying to think of like a movie with clearly delineated moral rules because our world doesn't have that and i feel like that is a fantasy that yeah, i would like that'd to be happen. nice but a lot of the movies that I can think of that I really would theoretically enjoy would actually be really stressful to live in. Like the world of X-Men, <laughs> right. you'd be, I, in theory, I'm like, yeah, no. maybe I would be a mutant and I'd have powers, but then I'd have to like deal with the rest of the world of X-Men. Yeah, which is, stressful. Or like I, Harry Potter, same deal. Mm. Like anytime I'm like, what if I got superpowers and I lived in this cool world? It's like, oh, well, then I would have to deal with superpowered villains also. And yeah. And like the thing is, I can express interest in being like when I was little, I wanted to go to Harry. I wanted to go to Hogwarts. Mm-hmm, I was obsessed mm-hmm. with the Harry Potter books. But I know. Oh, no, my hold on. My headphone dropped. I got so excited. Um, <laughs> about Harry I know. Just, just. I got so excited about Harry Potter. Things <laughs> just started flying everywhere. I know if I made a wish, please get me into Harry Potter's Wizarding World of Magic. I would be a muggle. Mm-hmm. I would be uh, without mutant powers in the X-Men world. I, I feel would be, like I would be too. That would be my right. luck. I think if I were to choose a movie universe, I would say Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Because mm. uh, like, everybody has really great fighting abilities just like without training. That's pretty cool. A lot of like cool music montages, like when he play instruments. Yeah, like, it's kind of like a, a hyper real version of our world where like yeah. every everything's elevated and colors are brighter and it's more like a video game. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool, right? Yeah, for sure. Good, good music. Man, that's a good pick. Thanks. I don't have a pick that's as good as that. Well, I guess you're the boring co-host. <sighs> All right. I'll just live in the pilot movie of Linda Carter's Wonder Woman because she's cool and it'd be nice to live in a world where Wonder Woman uh, exists. What was that Adam Salmon movie where he made video games real? You could pick that one. I don't know. All that's that coming looks, to... I heard oh my so God. Shitty. Was it called Pixels? Yes. Men were that was so like mad about that movie. movie. Like the men of the world what were offended What are men mad it? about though? Like honestly... How dare a successful actor get video games wrong how dare well, he well i feel like adam, all of adam sandler's movies are shitty so why is it surprising that i just thought one... it was funny that people were that mad i i don't know if people get that mad about something that ultimately doesn't matter it starts to become funny to me because i'm kind of an asshole but i'm sure yeah. it really is terrible it's just like oh no yeah i mean it's adam sandler in terms of like things around you to be mad about is adam sandler's pixels like really topping the list no, I'd be more bad about his like racist bullshit Western movie. Yeah, but he dissed video games. So that's true. That's you're actually made a great point. That's true. Okay. 
Third question. Uh, which movie that you have watched had the best soundtrack? And I wasn't sure if this was about movies that we watched for the show, but if it is, then I would say maybe Neon Demon, actually, because I really remember mm, I remember really liking bold. the soundtrack for that, even though the movie itself is not good. Mm. But if it's in general, that's way harder because I have so many que- so many soundtracks I like. So many questions. So many questions. I also really like the soundtracks for Frank and for... Um, Swiss Army Man? Yes. Swiss Army yes. Man. You better... Sh- that has an amazing it soundtrack. Has a, it does. It has a really great soundtrack. I'm still listening to it on like a regular basis and the movie came out over a year ago. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But it's quite good. It's a good soundtrack, man. Oh, no. You know what? I take it all back. My favorite soundtrack is <laughs> Edward Cullen's composition for Bella and Twilight and just that yeah. over and over on loop all the time. You stole my fucking answer. Is it? Did I fuck? No, no, I oh. told you. <laughs> that would have been funny. That was the joke, Maddie. What? I mean, so I guess your answer is Swiss Army Man if it's only limited to but our podcast. I I broke this open. I was like, I'm gonna do all movies. Ever. Oh shit! All right. Oh shit! Because I I'm not a huge like movie soundtrack person. I feel like a lot of movies I just can take it or leave it. Mm. Not like I'm. I don't think soundtracks should be removed. But it takes a lot for me to like notice the soundtrack of a movie, if that makes sense. It does. Or, like, to I, want I to usually to do, but that seems fair given that I write music. Yeah, yeah. I can say, so my teenage Fury Road, and by that I mean like the movie I would watch on repeat and was like obsessed with, mm-hmm. uh, was Little Miss Sunshine, it, which I haven't actually watched in a while just because I watched it so often when I was younger and I'm scared to go back to it and like hate it now. Yeah. But that soundtrack basically like helped define a lot of my music taste because the whole soundtrack itself is done by Devochka and they're now like one of my favorite bands. Um, and then Sufjan Stevens, I was also introduced to him through uh, that soundtrack. And so pretty much two of the main like artists I still am listening to uh, and are pretty much up there in my top five, I would say, um, I was yeah. introduced to through that soundtrack. So that reminded me when I was a kid, uh, one of my like favorite movies or teen year kid, not kid kid, was Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. And I was ah. obsessed with that soundtrack and I listened to it constantly. And that soundtrack has like, you know, pop songs by like that Beck song on it. But it also has original songs by John Bryan, who's a great oh. composer. Yeah, and, yeah. Like it has all the songs that play when they're, you know, operating on people's brain cells and stuff. And you those know. those really cool piano and just different industrial sounds kinds of songs. I just mm-hmm. I really, really loved that soundtrack. So I guess I might pick that if I had to pick one that's a favorite of all time, if only because I loved it for so many years of my life. But I don't know. It's good. That's that a movie's good, good. It's sad. That movie's sad. It is sad. I I feel like I'm never in a state of mind to watch it. Yeah. But whenever I actually watch it, I'm like, this is still so good. Fuck. Yeah. I will also, I mean, again, to Scott Pilgrim, I really like that soundtrack. Um, just because I think it, 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 they basically were like, hey, Beck, uh, we need you to, to make a bunch of songs that sound as if a band of high schoolers could have made them. Yeah. And they also and, had Metric doing the yeah. girl band one. Yeah, and then um, Brie Larson actually covered that song, and that cover's really good. She can actually sing. It is really good. But and and so Beck was like, okay, as Beck, <laughs> and he's like, what about Scientology? And they're like, shh, no, Beck, don't bring that up. Shh. <laughs> he's like, can I write a song about Scientology? No, 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 Beck, no. For all we know, he did. That's they're true. Always I don't... sneaking stuff in there. Mm-hmm. But I, I like that opening song where the credits play to um, Scott Pilgrim. That song's fucking awesome. And it does sound like a high school garage band, but like a very good one. Just because it's simple, but like loud and good. 
Yeah, um, you're right. So that that, like that movie version. does have really fun, like actual bands playing songs. But yeah, I haven't seen it in a while. Like it was on TV the other day, and I was like, wow. I, I do you ever like as I age, I get this feeling like, oh yeah, I just saw that movie. That movie just came out, and then you're like, holy shit, it's been five years since I saw that movie. Like you start yeah. to get a weird media timeline that gets all jumbled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I absolutely have that. I have that with everything. I have no idea when anything came out. I mean, clearly, I thought Legally Blonde came out 20 years ago. And it, yeah. Well, it it's technically almost. did. Yeah. But 20 years ago was not the 90s. 20 years ago is the 2000s. Kill me. Jesus. Anyway. Um, uh, and so it's weird. I have like a group of movies that traditionally I would identify as my favorite movies, but I haven't gone back and watched them in a while and have like grown up since then. And so... I don't know yeah. whether or not to put them in my favorite movies. Like I have to, and I'm like nervous about going back and watching them because I don't like. I mean, I still just say Alien a lot, and like I mean, there's there's some stuff that I've seen so many times, even as an adult, that I like yeah. still know it's great. Oh, and yeah. Alien is definitely one of those movies, but right. yeah, I mean, I don't know if I would still list Eternal Sunshine, but I might. Mm -hmm. That was like a that was like a teenage Maddie fave, and I I think it holds up. Classic teenage Maddie. Mm -hmm. uh so the oh and i also i like i don't really know if i liked the soundtrack to baby driver or i was just really impressed with the music editing you know it's hard I, to tell i think it's the latter because yeah. i like went home and was like do i want to buy that soundtrack and i listened to it and i was like i it's not it's really just that the movie was so well edited that yeah it worked really well in the context of that movie but yeah the songs i like from it i already have and i don't you know i don't know well there you go uh, yeah, so I put that in like with a bunch of question marks. I, yeah, yeah, Baby I don't Driver. Think... I I mean, it's cool. The sound design in that movie is really cool. Listen, That's this like isn't the, a... the reason to see it. Yeah, I mean, as as like an excellent editing, that's a great reason to see it. It's technically very impressive. Cool. All right, <laughs> you want to do the next question? Yeah. <laughs> that was, that got weird. Like <laughs> it was just like we answered it like six times. I, don't I know. know. Whatever. This is our first time doing a Q and A. <laughs> How Jesus. long should we answer the questions? Uh, and we probably shouldn't tell people we made up all these people, but oh. it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Andrew asks us, I would love recommendations for films that most people have not heard of or may have missed. This is a really tough one. I have Although some. we did just do one, which was The Final Girls, and I, I'm yeah. hoping that people check it out. Yeah, and I, th I mean, that was my, uh, I felt that way about Frank as well as Swiss Army Man, too. Those are mm -hmm. ones I, I push a lot because a lot of people haven't heard of or seen them, um, and I really enjoyed them. Yeah, right on. And maybe even Hard Candy, at least these yeah. days, I feel like people don't talk about it too much. Yeah, well, it's kind of, it's not one of those ones that you, like, bring up on a first date. I bring it know? up on, all. is that you bad? I've been bringing it up on every first date I've ever had in my life. You're single, right? Y well... <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, well, that was actually that was another question. Somebody, no, I'm just <laughs> oh my god, we're gonna skip those. Uh, okay, um, so my recommendations, I came up with some ones, and it's hard for me. Like, I don't know, I don't know the person asking this question. I don't know, like, what, how into movies well, you yeah, are. I mean, we have no idea how we could predict what you right. haven't seen or may have missed. Yeah, I'm not like, oh, Andrew. Like, I know Andrew definitely wasn't paying attention when this one came out. Um, <laughs> so, like, you might think I'm an ass for just, like, recommending stuff that you, like, already know. Uh, I really... One of my favorite movies is Short Term 12, um, and that's a movie I think was really underrated. Probably should have gotten Oscar nominations and was, like, amazingly casted. It has um, Rami Malek, yeah. And John Gallagher Jr. 
and uh, Brie Larson, like years before they blew up, basically, um, and got all that. Like Brie Larson has an Oscar now, and all yeah, that jazz. Yeah, like is gonna be Miss Marvel, and has basically made it. Right, and Rami Malek, of course, uh, Mr. Robot, he's doing his thing, and John Gallagher Jr. is like a theater dude, and then he's also been in like a ton of stuff. He was in um, the fucking Alien movie. <laughs> <laughs> Cloverfield Lane. Oh, he was in Cloverfield yeah, yeah, Lane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in one of my favorite movies, Hush. Um, so he's been a bunch of shit too. And it's, it's great. I mean, it's very emotional, very intense, but beautiful, wonderfully done. Invitation, The Invitation. That's uh, a great horror film. Uh, Ruby Sparks, I think is a really cute one that I think a lot of people may have missed. The Double, uh, that's a dark comedy starring Jesse Eisenberg and Mia, what's her fuck? And it's it's weird. It's directed by the guy from uh, the IT crowd. Uh, the IT crowd. Yeah, you mentioned it on our Batman v Superman app, and I I think I had heard of it, but pro- possibly from you. Some people like hate it. I okay. think it's hysterically funny in like a really dark way and just weird. And it creates it, it's like a it's not our world, but it's it's created to overemphasize like the kind of alienation of capitalism and like everything's just like weird machinery and everything's really dark all the time. Um, yeah. So it's, it's like an exaggerated version. World? Well, it sounds like our world. <laughs> I, you can watch and see for yourself. <laughs> I think it's just really interesting. I don't think it's perfect, but I think it's, it's, it's very engaging. Life Partners is a really cute romantic comedy on Netflix. I recommend Michael Bolton's Valentine's Day special. <laughs> Is actually fucking hilarious, and that's by it's a collaboration between Scott Ackerman and um, the Lonely Island. It's weird. If you don't like Lonely Island or Scott Ackerman, you probably won't like it. But if you like either of those guys, you'll find something in there that's that's pretty funny. I was like genuinely impressed by it. And Okja was maybe how you pronounce it. Yeah, um, that's that's the Netflix movie that came out and I think premiered at Cannes Film Festival and people like booed it because Netflix put it out and they're like, oh, Netflix isn't real film. But I don't know. <laughs> it's weird. I don't think everyone will like it. It's definitely heavily political and anti uh, factory farming. And so if like that's not your jam, you know, you stick away. But it, really interesting, kind of bizarre, darkly funny. Tilda Swinton is amazing. Uh, yeah, it was I, I liked it. So yeah, those are my recommendations for stuff people may not have heard of. Rad. I mean, that's a lot of recommendations. So well, I don't I've watched feel a lot like of I need movies. to add a bunch. No, you're fine. I kind of like looked at my recently watched on Netflix, and I have some things, but I don't know if there are anything anyone hasn't already heard of. So yeah, it's hard to. It's a hard thing to gauge. You know, I don't want to be like, wow, people probably haven't heard of this. And everyone's like, everyone's fucking heard of that, Mary Ellen. Yeah, I remember I. I watched this rom-com called Before We Go that has Chris Evans in it that I had never heard of, and I actually really liked it. And it's oh. it's one of those, like, two-handers where it's, like, just a guy and a girl, and it, there's almost no other characters in it at all. Mm. And um, they, like, get stuck somewhere for a really long time. And so it's, like, a situation where you're like, wow, Chris Evans is a pretty good actor for, like, stuck. two hours. Mm. Anyway, I liked that movie, but yeah. I, I like Chris Evans. I watched Chris Evans uh, paint a room for an hour. I mean, that's kind of what it is, except it's mm. more like a really slow burn romance. Oh, anyway, that's it. 
<laughs> just really everything, just else, everything else i could list that i've seen recently is something that everyone has already watched like i, I got into a jag of watching a bunch of really old movies like i mm. watched how to steal a million which has audrey hepburn in it and gentle gentlemen prefer blondes which has marilyn monroe in it i mean if you haven't seen those movies you should they're amazing and both really great comedies but i haven't it, seen it seems weird that no one would have seen them but you yeah. don't really watch old movies so no i'm really bad at it i don't know why like i i create this weird emotional distance between myself and anything that looks older i'm like those people didn't know what life was like um uh, i mean i feel like the opposite would happen if you watched them you'd be like oh nothing has changed everything well, yeah. everything is the same which is either depressing or comforting depending yeah on- i'll read old like nonfiction, and i enjoy that um, I don't know what it is with me. Uh, like, I've seen Casablanca. I liked that. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it also feels weird. I'm like, I feel like everyone's done their thing on this. Like, what do I have to bring to the table and, like, the experience? I don't know. Whatever. Citizen Kane. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could make that argument about anything, though. Like, everybody's no. already done the thing. But you do it again because that's what the human experience is. You know what, Maddie? It's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, that's that's true. You make a good point. All right. (laughs) Whose turn is it to read the question? Oh, it might be mine. It's yours. Yeah, it's your turn. Um, Your podcast. This is is from Connor. Shout out. Your podcast. Shout out to Connor. One N, Connor. One N. Welcome. I don't know how I feel about that. What? The single N in Connor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A little weird. C-O-N-O-R. We could have invented a better name, but go on. Connor. Your podcast is a ton of fun and it's my favorite movie podcast because it's the closest thing to hanging out with my friends, watching movies and talking about them for hours longer than we really need to. Please never shorten your episodes. My walk to work is long. Wow, is it like three hours long? <laughs> Holy shit, Connor. Connor. You gotta get a car, man. Yeah, jeez, man. Get, get like a bike. I don't know. Like, you go to those little scooters. Like, Con- that's a lot of exercise. I think this is a cry for help. I don't think this is a Connor, question. what kind of sneakers have you, are you wearing to work? Like, <laughs> are you replacing them a lot? How are your shin splints? Connor's walked to right work in. Is, is the Fury Road episodes all together. Oh my God. Connor, Connor works in a different state and mm. he just walks seven hours. Maybe his job is walking. Oh, man. Maybe. Mm. Anyway. His question is, (laughs) what are your all-time favorite movies whose titles don't contain the word Max? We have kind of already answered this. I I did already say Alien. I guess I'll also mention Ex Machina, which we've done on this show, is still one of my favorite movies. That's so weird. You like that movie? I do like it. (laughs) I like it. So that's in the the top bracket. I like Mm -hmm. Alien and Aliens a lot. I don't like Aliens as much. I mean, I don't like it as much, but I still enjoy it. Yeah, I need to rewatch it. I was like, I was hoping for another alien. And it's not, I was it's, like, yeah, I mean, it's different. Yeah, it's a totally different creative team, except for, you know, obviously Sigourney Weaver's there. Yeah. Uh, shout out Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah, know you're she's listening. A, she's a longtime listener. Sup, girl. I OK, I can give my answer. Yeah, go for it. I mean, people. So, I mean, we've already watched some of my favorite movies for the podcast. Obviously, Fury Road, but I'm not allowed to mention that one because it does have the word Max in it. <laughs> um, I we've watched uh, Swiss Army Man, which is one of my favorites. Uh, Frank, I would say, is one of my favorites. Birdman. So all of those. I also like slash. Well, I love these are favorites. So love, uh, Children of Men. That's like way up there. Alien. Uh, A single man. Stranger than Fiction. Short Term Twelve. Hush, Goodwill Hunting, Beginners, The Nice Guys, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Force Awakens, Hot Fuzz, Chwali, uh, Amelie, Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one is probably one of my favorites. Um, Your Sister, Sister, 
and that's that's a good sampling i think yeah i mean there's a lot of overlap for me with several of those the force awakens is a great star wars movie. force away it's my favorite star wars movie i've said that on twitter on twitter jesus i've said it on twitter uh <laughs> is that how you're gonna pronounce twitter now <laughs> i said it on the twitter um and people seem supportive i was worried people would be like fuck you and your whole family um because yeah, i don't there know there are people out there who don't like it and they're right, right. I'm, well, I'm sure they don't, like, follow me on Twitter anyway. On Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's my turn. Cool. Or unless you have any more favorites you want to bring up? No. I just listen to all the stuff Mary Ellen listed. It's great. Yeah. I like. <laughs> I feel like it. if I sat here, I could come up with 10 more, but that's a good, like, sampling of, of things I like. <clears throat> Next question. This one is from Alfred. Oh, my God. Batman's butler. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely <laughs> absolutely love the podcast thanks for making it the other night on an h bomber guy shout out twitch tri- twitch stream jesus i'm falling apart i asked gita jackson shout out if she would be able to do something with you specifically maddie at this point but i think the three of you would be great she said she would and i was wondering if you could have a special guest for two movies maybe them picking the movies thanks again for the brilliant podcast i'm gonna say fuck no I hate Gita Jackson. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Gita so Jackson. This, this is like very funny to me. Yeah. And I asked Mary Ellen to include this because I, I guess people don't realize that Gita and Mary Ellen and I were friends mm. long before we were internet no. friends or internet, internet celebrities friends. or whatever the well, fuck you yeah. want to call it. We, we we knew each other in real life. We were just already friends. I was friends with Gita before she even became a games journalist, and she was just writing funny Facebook posts about video games. And I was like, "Hey, do you realize that you could like pitch these and <laughs> sell them for money?" And she was like, "What?" I I just think it's really funny because people are like, as, people always assume that Gita and I met after she became a games journalist. But I was like, "No, Gita was just my friend already." And then I put her into this horrible universe where she reviews video games but like yeah and i met you because gita and i were friends and we all yeah. know ryan and we're just friends already so yeah. anyway that was... i actually for people who don't know i actually went to high school with gita jackson yeah um, we're from different parts of connecticut but we both went to this uh, arts magnet school and for writing and so i've seen i saw some early writing and i was like this girl she's gonna be a star uh, I said that I didn't I, I, pro, I said it was good <laughs> I was like someday you're gonna be writing about video games and uh, some other like cultural topics and you're gonna be great um, and she was like you know what now that you've said that I'm gonna pursue that so really you could think like I don't want to take credit for Gator Jackson's career uh, so I mean, far you should you were friends with her before I was I really should um, so she yes yeah, she remembers me when I had like really long hair and overplucked my eyebrows uh, it was a long time ago uh, but yeah. we were in like writing workshops together. We'd complain about boys. It was great. So I, Gita and I go way back. Uh, and I would love to do. Um, yeah, I don't uh, think she's opposed her. to coming on the show. We're just deeply disorganized about. Yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm nervous about how rude we would be. <laughs> like, but like, especially I, since the three of us already know each other. And right. like when we hang out, we already interrupt each other a lot. And it's very like amazing for us but possibly hectic to listen to yeah we would have to be we probably have to have more structure than than just a me and maddie show but i i think it'd be really fun um and so i like 
I guess we'll talk to Gita and, and see if she would like to do that. Um, yeah. And-, and I know that she recently, like very recently, just started a podcast for Kotaku with our other coworker, Patricia. So if you're really hankering to hear Gita talk about stuff, she just started her own show. So that's, that's weird that she out. does a podcast that she has paid for. I don't know about yeah, that. I I mean, we do get paid. It's not as much, but sure. we have a Patreon, <laughs> we do. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway. anyway. Um, but maybe she could guest on the show. Yeah. And it, it just like, it's just funny to me that somebody's like, do you think maybe someday you could talk to Gita? And I'm like, I talk to Gita yeah. daily. I would love I would love to get more emails asking if I want to collaborate with old high school friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can can cool. people ask us to collaborate with people we already talk to regularly? Because yeah. it's that way would make my life for very us. easy. Yeah, I wouldn't have to like bug somebody that didn't know I was like a dumbass. <laughs> also, Gita is probably listening to this episode and laughing at it. There was like one episode where I mentioned her in passing, and she like messaged me about it or something. It was Aww. like that was weird. I w- I think it was the Gone Girl episode because she and I talked about Gone Girl a lot when I was reading it. Gita and I, Gita Hi, and Gita. I, I've met her parents. They're very cool. Same. I met her brother. Guys, we all know each other. I can't guys, emphasize this enough. Guys, we go way the fuck back. I've, so I've known her for over 10 years now. Oh my, this is another thing with like aging and timelines. That's wild. Okay. Anyway, thank you, Alfred. Uh, we love Gita. We would love to have her. And we know her. Um, she's, she's our friend. <laughs> it's literally like one of the easiest possible <laughs> guests we could book. Except for like my dad. It was, it's like yeah, my dad true. and that's then That's true. Gita. That was easier because he already lives yeah. nearby to you. I, so. You can actually, I sound a little out of breath in the beginning of the interview because I've just run up the stairs to go like <laughs> shove a microphone in his face. Uh, anyway, thank you. Oh, All right. so I guess it's my turn to yeah. read something. So this one's from Antonio. Shout Shout out. out. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, y'all. Some dumb questions for you. One, am I too late in sending these? Apparently not, Antonio. Apparently you made it. Your girl Mary Ellen got him on on the document. Number two, what movie would you be most disappointed to find out your partner hates? Besides Fury Road, obviously. (laughs) All these questions are like, I'm tired of hearing about Fury Road. Can you just tell me something else you enjoy? (laughs) This is like a too real story, but this recently happened. I went on a date with somebody who admitted they do not like the X-Men movies. And I, I like had a moment where I was like, Oh no, like what is, what, how am I going to react to this? Do I tell her how much I, I do like them? Like, do I tell her I have a, a podcast where I talk about X-Men extensively? And I just kind of was like, yeah, <laughs> I don't even know what I said. I entered, I entered a parallel universe. <laughs> I was falling through a black hole and yeah. I, an answer was said by me, but I don't know what it was, which is totally legit. I mean, the X-Men movies are actually really silly and I don't think they hold up super well, which I, is maybe what I said. But I'm also like, if you don't, don't kind of enjoy, if you don't kind of enjoy like goofy action movies, then I think we'll have a hard time because I really like those. So yeah. I don't know. And like Star Wars, X-Men is it's kind of in that category. And then like the more higher concept stuff like Alien and Ex Machina, which is still sci-fi, still action and more horror. I really like that stuff, too. So if you want to watch stuff with me, you kind of have to be willing to get on board with like some sci-fi action stuff because mm. that's what I'm into. So sure. How about you? I would say uh, besides Fury Road, <laughs> <laughs> obviously that's number Never one. Never heard of it, but go uh, on. Yeah, I you know I've seen it in passing. I think I haven't seen the whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. JK guys, <laughs> uh, I would say Children of Men. 
and that has actually come up on a date and the person yeah, was like wasn't didn't you have a similar story where like yeah. a guy yeah but it wasn't like a partner somebody I, I was on like a first date with and they're like yeah actually- because this stuff comes up early guys they don't become your partner <laughs> if movies matter as much to you as they do to me and mary well, ellen i think i mean if somebody was otherwise amazing and they were suddenly like i just don't really enjoy this one movie i'd be like mm-hmm. all right but if yeah. you're like fuck that movie that movie is so stupid and blah blah i was i'd be like hmm you know <laughs> yeah which is kind of what happened to you at least that's a how little I bit remember the well, story. And one and then another date um, oh this is what i was misremembering it was the guy who was making fun of swiss army man which i yeah. think we talked about on that yeah. show maybe. um the, another date said that he thought swiss army man was like his like just so fucking weird and like blah blah and i was like excuse me it's actually very <laughs> like warm and charming and about the human experience and the fragility of life and whatever <laughs> i didn't say that i was just like interesting oh really huh huh you don't you don't pick fights with people on dates uh it depends uh how many drinks i've had (laughs) 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 or like how committed i am to like seeing what i don't really do it either i and and i think like yeah i'm not gonna talk about dating i'm usually on my best yeah i i haven't been on a date since don't you're not missing anything (laughs) it's been a while anyway all right, continue with the questions. What are y'all's favorite podcasts? This is a two-parter. That's part mm. one. So we can start with that. Uh, you talking you two to me. Obviously. Is, uh, we have mentioned it before. <laughs> it's Scott Ackerman and Adam Scott talking about you two and a lot of other stuff. Yeah. And even if you don't know anything about you two or care about you two as a band, you will probably enjoy the show. If you happen to like you two, which both of us do, right. it's all the more enjoyable. I like learned a lot about you two. <laughs> Genuinely. Also like the members of the band. Yeah, the member the band member names. Yeah. Um, what instruments they play. Yeah. And just like <laughs> some songs. I heard a few yeah. songs that they played. Uh, um so that that's probably like our number one pick. But I, I have yeah. a bunch of others that I listen to. Um one that I listened to is actually a dating show called YOY, and I started listening to that recently, and I really like that show. I also like Stop Podcasting Yourself and Oh No, Ross and Carrie and uh, Jordan, Jesse Go, and there's a show that I listen to that's like wildly out of character because it's about parenting, and I don't really like have plans to have kids, but I Guys, enjoy Maddie it. Guys, Maddie has secret babies. I, I don't know. I and don't have any secretly Joss Whedon's daughter. <laughs> I'm not. Oh my god, <laughs> guys, start that rumor. Anyway, guys, that's a personal joke that Mary Ellen and I have. Anyway, a personal um, joke. The podcast is called One Bad Mother, and it's it's just an enjoyable but often poignant show where these two moms talk about like raising kids and just Aww. their foibles. And I don't I don't know why I like it so much. There's no reason why I should. It has nothing to do with my own life, but I find it really enjoyable. I so find, those are my faves. I find parenting stories like interesting. But. Yeah, I do too. And I, I think it'll get trickier as their kids get older and older and like more of their kids' personal lives. Yeah. They've talked about that on the show, which I find really compelling is like, how do we preserve our kids' privacy, but like still have a show where we essentially talk about how difficult it is to be a mom. And yeah. I think that's going to continue to get harder and harder for them. Their oldest yeah. kids are like six and seven right now. Yeah. But yeah. Because as soon as he gets to like eight and nine, they start like developing like thoughts <laughs> I, I know and yeah and, yeah taste it's, and personal opinions and all that stuff yeah 
Yeah. But they they have cool guests on too, and they do neat stuff. Anyway, that's cool. those are my recs. Um, do you have any other shows that you listen to besides you talking you two to me? I know that's uh, your fave. It is my fave. I'm I need like it's been a a goal of mine to like get into listening to more podcasts. I I've had a ton recommended to me. Uh, my older sister listens to a lot of podcasts. Shout out Anna. <laughs> a lot of shout outs. It's, it's pretty. This is our shout out episode, really. Um, and I know she really likes uh, Pete Holmes's podcast. I, I love you talking to you two to me. That's the only podcast I've listened to every single episode of. Yeah, I've listened to every episode of that show multiple times. Yes, That's how same. much I like it. It's, it's, and it's it like infinitely re-listenable because it has no structure or... It's so, it, I still laugh out loud at it, even yeah. though I've listened to it in full yeah. maybe 10 times, which will sound crazy to you until you listen to it and then mm-hmm. you'll kind of maybe get it or just think we're crazy. Sometimes I'll just be like doing something or at work or whatever and we'll just like one of the lines they say pops into my head and I'll start <laughs> laughing. Too. Like it's like it's, it becomes like part of your life. It's so I, good. It, it really does. Oh, uh, like a dog or not. Anyway. Um. <laughs> And the, the best thing, or not joke. <laughs> it's even better if you can find somebody to listen to episodes with you because I have both Maddie and my sister Anna, and we'll just like text each other like quotes from it, and it makes sometimes, it that much better. Yeah, like sometimes Marilyn will just send me the dog or not joke or something, <laughs> and it'll just destroy me in the middle of the day. That's my um, favorite one, but yeah. there's so many good ones. I used to listen to uh, when I I used to work a really boring office job with a lot of data entry. And so I was like listening to podcasts a little bit more then. So at that time, I was listening to another round, uh, which I enjoyed, uh, but I haven't listened to them in a while. But I, I liked them at the time. I've listened to a couple episodes of How Did This Get Made? And that was pretty good. Hmm. Uh, what else have I fucking listened to? Uh, not much, honestly. Uh, oh, I've listened to a couple episodes of My Brother, My Brother and Me. And I know it's divisive, <laughs> but, oh but I God. I enjoy that <laughs> podcast very much, I think. I think that takes us to part two of this question, <laughs> which yeah. is which podcast would you want to beef with? I mean, In Mary Ellen's case, there'd probably be the Chapo guys, but I don't. I, don't wanna... I have no. I have no opinion on them. I'm new. I'm Chapo neutral, but Chapo I, neutral. I, I have like a weird. I have like a weird personal beef with the McElroys. That's like not a real beef <laughs> at all. So they no don't one, know it exists. No one tell them they don't know I exist. <laughs> I just feel like they're so oversaturated. And I don't get it. And like, I've heard their shows. I think Monster Factory's funny. It's a YouTube show, not a podcast. And I've mm-hmm. heard My Brother and My Brother and Me. Uh, like, I've heard some episodes and I think it's perfectly fine. I just don't understand why they each have like 16 separate podcasts and why every one I know <laughs> likes them. And also why so many women I know seem like weirdly attracted to them. I find mm. all of it really strange. <laughs> it's a fandom I just don't get. So they are they are like an entity that I have a beef with that is totally unjustifiable and Uh, unfair well well, i think i i think part of that beef comes from just the lack of options available for women when it comes to like non-shitty dude figures i know and i feel like like the bar is so low but saying that i really like i i think they're i think they do work really hard to be good people like good um i don't know they do but that's also literally part of their brand in a way that annoys me like they're like we're the guys who are social justice white guys and we're brothers and we're married so we're safe to have a crush on and like Mm. we'll never hurt you like it feels like it's part of their personas like i mean you're either that or you're like problematic fave or like it's so hard like you're either a matt mcgory or um (laughs) a fucking i don't know asshole 
<laughs> you know, like Nolem? it's so. I don't know. <laughs> you're either you're either you either die in Nolem or you live long enough to become no, to a be Matt McGorry. <laughs> oh my god, what is happening? <laughs> you know what I mean, though. It's like the it's I like kind of do. I mean, that's just like a nonsense. <laughs> and yet, it said something truly deep about masculinity today. I mean, it, like the only the way I can best relate to it is like talk like talking about race. Cause I'm, I'm just like a fucking white lady. Um, and so most of the time, like I, I share what other people are saying about race who obviously know better than me. And, and I, I try to keep myself educated and stuff like that. But I think if I had any more of an audience and I had like opinions about race and movies, like I, like how it's such a fine line to not say shitty things and to like not be shitty. And then like, I mean, I don't have trouble generally with that. I don't think, but then to also not seem too performatively like woke. Yeah. And not be like, look, pat me on the head. I'm one of the good guys. I'm an ally. Nah. <laughs> I'm an ally. Like, yeah. Okay. I mean, I think that is something that becomes a problem after you're already wildly successful. And right. in the case of the McElroys, they kind of had like a different problem where they were already really successful. And there's totally like, if you go back, I, I actually think this is shitty, so don't do this. But like, if you go back, you can totally find evidence of like Justin being shitty in the past, like in years and years ago. Like the McElroys were not always perfect guys, even when they were really successful journalists, which they have been for like 10 years. So mm. it's, it's more like they became really successful and then we're like, hey, maybe we shouldn't be shitty to people like later. And it's like a work in progress for them. So that, I mean, that's, that's fine. I mean, yeah. I, I think it's a little different where like if 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 hypothetically our show became wildly popular, I would definitely be uncomfortable because I'd be like, wow, like two cis white ladies from New England talking about movies became wildly successful. Like we are not the people that I would want to have the most support. Like yeah. we're just fucking around here. But I think. I've probably said some, like, one or, like, a couple dumb things. I don't know. I say dumb things regularly. I've only said one or two dumb things in my whole life. Uh, anyway, I'm not going to beef with them. <laughs> I, I'm i going to cut all this out. I <laughs> you, can, you can cut out however much you'd like. I will. I'll cut the entire episode out. Oh, all right. fuck. There's more questions, unless you have a different podcast yeah, that you want to... Yeah, excuse me. You answered for me and then didn't let me answer. So, <laughs> wow. Jeez. Well, okay, so it's difficult because the way the question is posed is what podcast would you like to beef with? Yeah. And so I don't really, I I don't get Chapo Trap House, I'm going to be real. And for people who don't know about them, they're very different from our podcast. It's not like we're <laughs> yeah, direct they're competitors. They're podcast. They're, they're, they're socialist. They're a leftist political podcast. Uh, and they just talk about politics, but they mostly have a focus on like um, the like liberals and the Democratic Party and like the things they're doing that um, Chapo's mad at. Which whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like I I've listened to a couple episodes. I just don't really click with it. I don't really get it. But they're doing their thing. They do make. I will admit, I'm a little jealous. They make a lot of <laughs> yeah, money. Yeah, they make a lot more money on Patreon than we do. But you know, <laughs> a little bit. I yeah. I know that some of our listeners like them. So I'm taking a firm Chapo neutral stance here. I like well, like I said though, like I I it's not for me. It's not my taste. I don't think they are, like some people have written about them as if they're the scourge of the political left. Yeah, and I'm like, whatever. And, and then there's people who write about them like they're the greatest. And right. And I'm on neither of those sides. Um, I just don't like it. I don't want to beef with them though. Uh, I feel yeah, like it seems like they're way more powerful than we are. So a, we definitely they're, shouldn't. They're way more powerful than we are. And B, like, the, well, they're already beefing with a lot of people, so we wouldn't really be unique. Like, they are like ready for beef at all times. It yeah, seems like, like if it's if it's like a 
a beef that benefits both parties, then we shouldn't be picking these mega popular white guy right. shows. We should be picking a, a podcast that we can well, have I like, like a like Mariah Carey style beef with where it's all <laughs> entirely manufactured, but like it makes everybody more famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and I feel like, uh, like, do I want to beef with? No. Um, I found out Oprah has a podcast. I would love to beef with Oprah. I think that would be, I think that would <laughs> be very interesting. Do you think she's about on our level? No, I just think it would be interesting. Uh, and probably safe. You know how I beef with, with Nolem? Um, yeah. And he, but he doesn't know I exist or anything I've said about him. I think we'd be safe in that same category with Oprah. That's true. You go so, so much more so powerful high. than you that they don't even care. They yeah. don't even have the time to know you exist because they're busy wiping their ass with million dollar bills. Yeah. She ha- she especially made million dollar bills. <laughs> yeah. It's as crazy. TP. Yeah. It's um, pretty cool how they got it on the roll and everything. Yeah. I want to beef with TED Talks the podcast yeah. just that whole, that's for real that whole I, I wasn't kidding before when i said yeah. i would never do one Fuck TED both talks. just like ted talks uh i'd want to ira glass has a few podcasts um you know i've listened really? to You'd beef with ira glass i just think it would be interesting um, okay it would be yeah, a very yeah, kind yeah. of refined beef um i think <laughs> it would get us some exposure it would be a filet mignon <laughs> Boo. i think it would get us some good exposure i think ira would keep things mostly dignified um, yeah. not a real risk of, of injury on either of our parts. I don't want to hurt Ira. I think, you know, I don't, I'm not opposed to anything he, he really does, but I just think he's, he's too big. Mm-hmm. You know, he needs to be taken down a little bit, but I, I don't think he's been like, have they a serial out right now or have they done any more of that? I thought they did like a follow-up that Whatever. I don't remember the name of. S-Town? Is that them? Yeah, that Whatever. seems like what it is. Uh, what it is. Uh, Tim Ferriss has a podcast i have historically despised him ferris uh, i don't so think i know who that is he's the he wrote the five-hour work week um oh and he's my all God. yeah he's all about like the these are the secrets to success mostly just yeah, exploit labor guy. yeah and like go to third world countries and find yeah, like attractive yeah, 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 women yeah. And no i know about steal the five-hour work week guy yeah. fuck that guy then he did the five-hour body and the five-hour dick and the five-hour <laughs> whatever <laughs> Um, Rachel Maddow has a podcast, I think. Oh. And I think me versus Rachel would just be a very interesting uh, sort of beef. Hmm. Just I, like visually interesting. Uh, yeah. Because we both got that short brown hair, both white ladies. Uh, I just think it would be kind of like an evil, good versus evil sort of thing. Who's evil in that scenario? That's up to, that's up to the listeners to decide. Okay. See, I'm setting up like very good beefs. Like these are like engage. Like I think us versus Chavo, pfft, not like boring, stupid. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've it's seen it played out before. Whatever. They'll call us like white feminists. It's whatever. Or I don't care. Uh, this these beefs are interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of nuance to these beefs. Yeah. Um. And then the, I think that was that was it. Um. But those are. Oh, and there's this one podcast called Pod Save America. Uh, I've never actually listened to it. Um. And I don't think I will, uh, but I know they're popular and it's just like a bunch of dudes talking about politics. And I think they've all like worked in politics and that just sounds bad. And they're, and it's like, and like the, the, I hate the pun, the pod save America. Are they saving America? Is there, is their is podcast, their podcast intended saving to save America? America? Cause that comes off as a little, ugh. and they've yeah. got a picture of George Washington as their logo. And I'm like, is that who you want? <laughs> For your whole for your whole thing, you, the guy that stole the teeth from the people he owned and put yeah. them in his mouth, you, is that what you want? Uh, so, I think we could get some some real action uh, between 
Those are good beefs. I think it's Thank interesting you. that none of your chosen beefs were other movie podcasts because I don't know. Shit I just want to bring up a, a secret beef <gasps> oh, that secret we've beef. actually had this entire <laughs> fucking time. Secrets revealed, guys. Oh, I forgot. Do we want to fucking beef. reveal this? Let's do it, guys. We actually have had a podcast beef this entire time, and I'm because not joking. They took because our name. Let's go all the way back to episode one. This, I can't believe I didn't <laughs> fucking think of this right out of the gate. Yeah. I was going to tell this story on this show because I think it's funny. But yeah. anyway, this is an apropos time to tell it. Yeah. So first episode that Mary Ellen and I are going to record, we had already decided on a name for the show. And we had already decided on the exact same format for the show that we use now. Mm-hmm. And we were going to call our show Double Feature. Which Perfect. is a great name for a podcast where you, <laughs> where watch, you watch two, two movies, movies that go together. It's <laughs> a really obvious name, but it's what we came up with. And we we had already planned to do it. Mary Ellen came to my house that night. We, we were sitting down and <laughs> I don't remember which one of us was like, hey, should we, we should Google, Google it? <laughs> to see if there's another show called that? And guys, there is. Mm-hmm. And not only is there another show called that, they have an identical format to yeah. us. Except they cover the two movies. Hey, I just want to clarify that Mary Ellen is correct. They watch two movies per episode. So how good could it possibly be? I See, I've never actually listened to any of their episodes. So I, I have thought... not listened to them oh, okay. because they made a joke about trigger warnings in the description field oh, for their Neon fuck, Demon episode. They also that. watch Neon Demon, by yeah, the way. I remember that. I remember seeing that. And so I was like, oh, so these are two assholes who watch movies. Motherfucker. And one of them is like a big deal movie guy. I mean, they like work in the business, so they're more qualified than we are. We and they're practically men. work in the business. We do in a way. We so have anyway, a direct line to Chris Nolan. I find, yeah, you're right. We're, we <laughs> we both have run into Chris Nolan repeatedly and oh gotten into God. fights with him. Yeah. Physical altercations with and him. And won every time. Yeah, well, we... <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> anyway, so this show, I just think it's funny that nobody's ever asked us why we didn't call our show Double Feature, Double Feature. or realize that this other show that does exactly what we do and yeah. just has two men on it exists. But now that we're so successful, I feel like it's okay yeah. to tell people that this other fucking show exists. But anyway, so that night, you and I were like, fuck, and we were like scrolling <laughs> through this other show's extremely lengthy iTunes and being like, oh my God, like this idea we had, like what the Mm. fuck are we going to do? And moments before we pressed record, we came up with the name Let's Watch Two Movies. Which is why it sounds like we came up with it moments before we started recording. Which is why it's so good. Which is why it's the greatest title you've ever Uh, heard. Historically, I'm terrible. I can't title a damn thing. Historically, I'm pretty good at it. But in that case, I was so thrown by- Didn't show up that day, I guess. Wow. Usually I have more time. I mean, we had to like record the episode. We did. We did. And we wanted to have a title so that we could introduce yeah. it. Anyway, no regrets. No so yeah, regrets. we have we have a long-standing beef with Double Feature. Yeah, Fuck they those don't guys. know about it, and we haven't really talked about it. But yeah, we're uh, deeply uh, angry with them. I've never listened to their show. I never intend to. I hope no. no one I didn't. I didn't want to listen to it because I was worried like it'd be a weird, bizarre universe thing that was like exactly what we were doing. Um, I think so I it is. I didn't want to uh, like unintentionally copy anything from them. It's so I don't, us, but like. If we were, we're dudes men. in a parallel universe we're and like also problematic. somehow got Hollywood jobs and we're like sexist dicks. Well, we're I men. Don't know. So. Yeah, exactly. Bum, 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 bum. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. More, <laughs> more questions? Yeah. Ready? 
What books would you like to see adapted to film? Please stunt cast if possible. Okay. I so I answer this by saying I would never wish this um, because I've really? never I've never seen a movie that's been adapted from a book that I enjoyed and then enjoyed the movie. Never, huh. never, ever. All right, but that's then I fair. had I had some ideas anyway. But what? Yeah, I mean, like, what about situations where you know that people probably aren't going to read the book? So don't care. You may as well. So okay. one of my one of my favorite books is The Time Traveler's Wife, uh, and I've seen parts of the adaptation, and it's like I it makes me physically withdraw into myself with how bad of an adaptation it is. I haven't seen that adaptation, but I really enjoyed the book, so it, it was kind of a similar upset. scenario yeah. where. And I like I when I was a little kid loved the Harry Potter books was just totally adored them could not get into any of the movies don't I still haven't seen the last Harry Potter movie still yeah I mean I I think they're okay I mean I don't I don't think they're like an abomination on this planet I just like think they're missing all the life and and things that I enjoyed from the books well I guess I'll take a left turn here and Uh-oh. say that if I was gonna adapt something. There's a Harry lot Potter? of comic books oh. out there that should be adapted and haven't been. Well, that's I what... will agree with you that like traditional novels, a lot of times the movie isn't as good. And if yeah. if it's a book that you've heard of, then it's probably already been adapted anyway. But um, I would really love to see a She-Hulk movie. I mm. really enjoy She-Hulk comics. We talked about She-Hulk. Yeah, we've talked about it a lot because I've read a lot of those comics and I just really enjoy them. And I think it would be fucking rad if there was a She-Hulk movie. Yeah. I don't have a stunt cast prepared. So I guess I'll just say Mary Ellen or me. I mean, coin toss, honestly. I could play Um, your friend. Whichever one of us looks more like we could be Mark Ruffalo's cousin. Oh, you have more muscles than me. I do. I but work I look, out. I look more like Mark Ruffalo because I have like dark hair and sadness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and normally She-Hulk is like really diminutive. So like oh. the fact that we're not tall when we're in our human form is fine. Yeah. So you would probably be better She-Hulk because you're like. You're not super tall either, though. I'm not, but I also am largely kind of like pear shaped. I'm like sketching the shape of my yeah, body. Yeah, but in the air. they would just animate you to be green hot. and muscular. They could also and... just hire like a hot lady. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's true. They could just hire like a supermodel to do right. it. Yeah. But I don't know any supermodels. Uh oh, Abby Lee from uh Fury Road. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> All right, great. Great. Um, so that's that's my favorite comic that hasn't been adopted yet um i also really like the wasp but she is finally getting a movie i don't like the casting that they've done or the storylines that they've given her in the Mm. ant-man universe so that just already fucking sucks so i already got screwed there but um they haven't had the chance to fuck up she hulk yet so (laughs) i hope it still happens and i'm also hoping that maybe there's going to be like a netflix version of it or something they can't even get a hulk movie because they still don't have the property rights i know i wonder who owns she hulk she hulk probably mm. no one so maybe she hulk owns herself maybe <laughs> <laughs> anyway. other ideas i potentially thought of um so i mostly read nonfiction. um when i read fiction it's usually like happy uh like fluffy fiction um mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so and one of my favorite writers is rainbow roll and she does a lot of great books i would like any of her shit uh adapted except for eleanor and park i didn't really like eleanor and park um but i really liked um 
Ah, uh, fuck. What was that one she did? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't read it. It's excellent. <laughs> She's wonderful. Um, Maybe uh, I'll check her out. I like uh, Attachments. That was the first book of hers I read. And it's just like a very straightforward, really cute, like, love story. Guys, I am such a sap. Um, I also, she did, okay, so she did a book called Fangirl, which is a great book. And then, it, so Fangirl had a main character who writes fan fiction. Um, and is like also figuring out how to be like a legitimate writer. She's like a college student and that sort of thing. And like navigating relationships. It's great. Legitimately. Um, well, in the universe of this book, there's a um, book called Simon Snow. That's like very clearly supposed to be like Harry Potter stand in. And so she right. writes Simon Snow fan fiction. And after Rainbow Rawl put this book out, she ended up writing a book about, like, in the Simon Snow universe about <laughs> Simon Snow. And it's really good. And she used it as a way to kind of, like, critique elements of Harry Potter that are kind of fucked up. And there's a gay love story in it. And it's awesome. Um, it's very cool. I would like to see Carrie on uh, made into a movie. Because I, I more gay love story movies, please. Thanks. Do you have any stunt castings for any of those or nothing in mind? Uh, I'm bad at, I guess, Tom Hardy and himself so he could finally make out with himself. Yeah, good call. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, these are supposed to be like like young, like old like 18 year old boys i guess um so i don't i don't know any 18 year old boys yeah i don't know any like cool teen actors yeah, yeah. who are up and coming no or even like young like 20 something i don't know the last time i even watched something that was in that vein was when i was briefly trying to watch teen wolf which is like a very silly tv show I've that's entirely about hot teen teenage boys and yeah it's... get get one of the teen wolf kids i don't yeah, know yeah the teen wolf show takes place in an alternate universe where the female gaze exists so if anybody nice. wants to like enter that universe for a second and like look yeah. at a bunch of six packs you can enjoy that show which isn't good but that's what it is awesome anyway all right that's those are my suggestions cool next question mm-hmm you ready for this one? Oh boy. <laughs> Just how picky an eater is Mary Ellen? Well, Mary, why don't you answer, Maddie? No, I'm just, uh, Mary Ellen. I could. Yeah, you probably could. Mary Ellen is a very picky eater. Mary Ellen doesn't like any uh, like flavors or combinations of foods that are too complex. If you've ever seen people joke about white people and their taste in food, pretty much you get an idea of my diet, except I do not like mayonnaise. I think mayonnaise is gross. So that traditionally doesn't work. I think it's more extreme than even those jokes, though. Yeah, possibly. Um, so anything like my basic foods are very like simple carbs. Um, I'll do cereal, pasta. I can do chicken in some forms. Um, yeah, it's pretty damn limited. Uh, I'm working on it. It, is, it has been a lifelong thing. I, I one of my earliest memories as a toddler is going in to get like this tested and diagnosed and so I remember sitting at a table with little styrofoam cups of different samples of food and jellies and stuff like that with popsicle sticks out of them and they're color coded. Uh, and they just kept putting these things in my mouth and I was just like spitting them out and it was awful. Um, so yeah, so since about age two, this has been a thing. Uh, it's a work wow. in progress. Yeah. So did they like find anything out? Um, at the time they called it, I, how much do you want to know about me? No, you're right. You don't have to answer that. I'm sorry. That was just me. That was like no. Maddie asking yeah. and briefly at the time, forgetting. They called it a uh, sensory processing disorder, I think. And that may or may mm. not still be a thing. Um, but it's just like a thing. It's just a weird quirk, um, that I, I kind of have to 
deal with and so most of the time like i try to reassure people by saying like if we go out to eat it's chill if i can't find anything i'll just grab something and people are like no that makes me feel so bad i'm like well now you're making things uncomfortable so but it's- i usually just let you pick the place and like yeah. you eat pizza so whenever we recorded the show we'd have pizza every time because i love pizza and so do you so ain't Perfect. no thing yeah i mean mo- like most of my longtime friends like know and are chill about it and that sort of thing Mm -hmm. uh will i die maybe (laughs) i mean someday we all will someday we all will uh like health wise you know i i could stand to eat less carbs but i'm working on it (laughs) honestly like yolo YOLO. you can cut out as much of that as is not interesting it's all fascinating (laughs) that's anyway um okay so this next question is a call out of me because it is i wish there were more segment songs and segments i guess (laughs) not so much a question but here we are thanks for the great pod so all those questions were some for were from antonio yeah thanks on antonio um i also wish there were more segment songs i really enjoy writing them sometimes i think that i should record one if we like joke about making a segment but i just don't have time so funny story ages ago for this show i don't even remember what episode it was for but we made a joke about making an advice corner segment and i actually recorded an advice corner segment except that then it was too long and it sounded weird and in the context of the actual episode i didn't think it was very funny so why not just let you listen to it now since i'm never gonna use it so happy 25th episode enjoy a segment song that'll probably never get used again I'm glad people like the segment songs. Um, songs And if you support our Patreon at the $5 or up level, you get free copies of all of them. You can also just buy them on Bandcamp if you want. But Somebody should get them and make like a techno remix of one of them. That would be cool. Yeah, somebody should do that. And if anybody does want to do that and wants like the stems, like the individual tracks, let me know. I will happily comply with that. People should make more art in tribute of us. Like I'm confused why that isn't (laughs) happening. Yeah, we've gotten like some fan art over the over the hair. Harry, Harry did like Harry did a few versions of like horrifying <laughs> fan art and then like it went silent so forever. But I he's like he's busy being like a YouTube star or whatever. He was a YouTube star before and he had time to make we his art. We made him who he is today. That's not true. That's, That's not true at all. I lied. Harry's wildly great. Wildly untrue. That's not. Yeah. No, I'd heard of him before I even had spoken to him. Um, yep. On the internet. Anyway. All right. <laughs> now I get to read this question and it's directed mostly probably towards Maddie Myers. Uh, this is from Pikafoop. Shout out. A great supporter of the podcast. You always uh, leave really Hi, Pikafoop. nice comments. What became of the baby gangster? Smiley face. <laughs> I forget what episode that was from. I think it's our first episode. I uh, think it's the Neon Demon episode. And I don't remember why, but I like did a baby voice I that remember. had a gangster accent. And I don't even know if I can do it again. Yeah. I, I'm a baby gangster. That was that was it, I think. What's a thing a gangster would say? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you need a little protection. Something bad could happen in this apartment. That was good. Goo goo gaga. <laughs> you think you were the inspiration for Boss Baby? I hope not, uh, because yeah. that movie is the pain of my existence. <laughs> I just so I was answering all these questions in advance, and I just wrote dead here. 
for what became gangster. baby gangster i, I mean Hon- honest answer it's a we dangerous record world these shows and i completely forget everything yeah. that i said on the show afterwards and i forget that the baby gangster <laughs> exists except that every now and then i'll go back and like listen to parts of our episodes to yeah. cheer myself up what and then the... i'll remember again and be like oh my god i remember when i said this stupid shit yeah. or Marilyn like says something funny and i'll laugh and remember what it's like to feel joy again <laughs> but um yeah i never have any memory of anything i say what so. was the didn't i open up an episode in like an npr voice and i had a fake name you did juliet bowser juliet bowser never brought her back she's going to <laughs> She's dead. She's dead. They're Jesus. all. If you have a question for what happened to whoever, they're all dead. <laughs> the various characters that we invent have very short, very lifespan. dangerous world out there. All Your right. turn. Okay, this is from a user called Diamond, Diamond Dildos. Dildos. Shout out! Hey, sounds painful. <laughs> I mean, it's durable. Yes, that's true. No give to it, though. No. What two movies would you suggest for a pair of working waifs with a deep love for cute and nourishing films? I thought this was such a nice question. Yeah. I was really trying to think of, like, feel-good movies. I mean, I when do I not one. need comfort food movies? Yeah, I only thought of one. Go for it. Maybe I can think of a pair for it. Stranger Than Fiction. Is that, remind me what, is that the Will Ferrell? Yeah. You know, I actually suggested this as a pairing for our show with Ruby Sparks, which is also ah, a movie about. We should do that. We should do that. So Maybe that's, we will do that. That's our suggestion. I will say that Ruby Sparks it's is a little, a little a little more dark yeah. and heavier so maybe not a feel good movie stranger than fiction is definitely a feel good movie yeah um i guess i'll reiterate gentlemen prefer blondes is like hilarious and endearing and um i also recently watched queen of cotway on netflix which is like a movie about this girl who becomes like a chess venom and it's awesome and it is also a feel good movie that's based on a true story mm, so nice. if that's the kind of thing you like then maybe that Maybe fucking watch it. Yeah. Thank you for your question, Diamond Dildos. <laughs> I'm glad somebody like Diamond Dildos can appreciate cute and nourishing films. It, there's a nice juxtaposition at work there. You know? All right. It's your turn. Okay. This is a question from at Insomnia 1995. Does that mean this person was born in 1995? I think so. We've got a youngster. Wow. Wow. Um, shout out to your youth. Uh, what, <laughs> what does the neon demon mean? Oh, an old question. Um, we don't know. God, we really gave it a try. We try. I think Glamour, we, I think fame. We, I think we ended up saying femininity. It was, it was the being friends. sixteen years old. Fashion. <laughs> I think we ended up concluding it was the friends we made along the way. It was the neon demon? I think that's what we said in the episode. Uh, the neon demon. I really demon. don't know what it means, though. Uh, I think it's supposed to be. I think it's the fame one gets from a successful podcast, specifically. I think oh, that's the neon. Or neon demon is like the call of fame that makes you want to make a podcast. The siren call of yeah. podcasting. Yeah, it I think calls that's us it. all. It does. That it the seems old, like the anybody old neon can do demon. it, and anybody can do it. Uh, can they do it well? <laughs> that's that's, a, that's question. a question we are trying to answer with our podcast. <laughs> Uh, most hated filmmaker who isn't Chris Nolan. And thank you for we, spelling we his name right. We had a long discussion about this one. For whatever reason, this was the question I remembered and seriously thought about. Mm. Um, I was going to say Joss Whedon, but I think I more hate his writing. And he's my dad, so like, <laughs> fuck him. I think Michael Bay is one oh, of the Oh, wait, was this a conversation where we brought up Joss Whedon and I just started naming everyone I knew who graduated from Wesleyan? 
Yes, that was great. It was. And you like named Michael Bay, and I was like, "Oh, are we still talking about filmmakers we don't like?" <laughs> but no, he's from Wesleyan. Yeah, anyway. which is a weird coincidence. Um, yeah. Michael Bay is fine. I just I don't particularly care for his work. I think it's funny and weird, bad. Maybe we'll do Transformers movie someday. But I, I've I, yet to see an entire Michael Bay film, so like, it's, I, they're kind of like an experience. It's kind of like Avatar, where you just yeah. sort of sit there. And I was also thinking about James Cameron too, because. Mm. While I was driving back to record this, I was thinking about Avatar and also Titanic. And I was yeah. like, man, what if we watch Titanic again? Is, wow. Is, would yeah. that be weird? Because that movie's probably weird and bad, right? Like, that would be a funny one to revisit. Two of my sisters uh, watch it every fucking time it's on TV. They will, they will like, wherever I've point it's at. I've seen parts of it. And whenever I see parts of Titanic, I'm like, the acting is so wooden and weird. And it's strange because those actors are really good. Mm. So that was the last time I found Leonardo DiCaprio attractive, though. Then his face got weird. What about Romeo and Juliet? I still haven't seen Romeo and Juliet. He's pretty hot in it. I've seen like he still has that same. He basically reads as like a soft butch lesbian in that movie. Nice. That kind of sign me up helps. (laughs) But yeah, after that, he grows up and becomes. He was so like pretty. Um, yeah and exactly apparently he get, and he, i think he influenced a lot of soft butch lesbian I'm fashion sure. choices yeah for i'm sure there was there was sexual awakening generation yeah around leonardo dicaprio yeah um, maybe we could do that movie at some point but mm-hmm. yeah i don't know what the heck we'd pair it with i don't know um, titanic all right <laughs> anyway leonardo so DiCaprio. so what are you what what are your least favorite filmmakers you said some before I just yeah remember. i will say a uh, large von trier um i i really cannot stand and that comes back to me disliking things that are really cynical mm-hmm. um i also just think stylistically like he's very indulgent um i i don't think his films have anything particularly insightful to say which is maybe mean i i think he has real issues with women um and often treats them really sadistically in his movies um like one that a lot of people even like the one with bjork still the main plot line is about a woman going through physical and emotional like torture um so he's definitely got some issues he, he also like joked about being a nazi i think um what? so he is a piece of shit as like a person um but yeah i don't like i don't like his, his portrayals of women i don't like his movies um i don't like his whole deal uh so fuck him (laughs) i'm sorry if you're a fan of him or like i'm you know i'm sure there's there's something of worth to be found in those films i'm you know yes he has technical knowledge of filmmaking but i think at at its root it's just kind of ugly and i i don't connect with it you saying that also reminded me that i don't like david o russell oh yeah fuck him I I just I don't know I'll leave it at as that. As a person though, um, like I don't like <laughs> I I mean I actually think his work is okay, yeah. but like I do not I, care for him, which then kind of taints the work in a way because I'm like oh I know how I know. weird you were to everybody on set about this. Yeah, you're now just I don't a piece like of it. Shit. Um, <laughs> I uh, I do I was rewatching parts of Silver Linings Playbook the other day and like was surprised that I was kind of like liked parts of it. Yeah, um, I like parts of that movie, too. Oh, good. Because I know some people were like, fuck this movie, it, like, tries to make mental illness into, like, a rom-com thing. And I'm like... It, it does. It but... does, but I think it actually does mental illness better than a lot of... And I've seen a lot of movies on mental illness. Um, I think it does better in a lot of ways. Um, like it, it. Yeah, I didn't mind that stuff, but um, it, it depends on a person's experience with that's that true. stuff. Yeah. So. Anyway, uh, but yeah, no, just as a person, fuck that guy. 
Yeah, he's I'm sure like we could. I mean, like Stanley. Yeah, Ke- we could go on. Stanley and on. Kubrick was an asshole. I mean, oh I'm, my god. I mean, if we just list people who were terrible, <laughs> Alfred Alfred Hitchcock turns asshole. out huge yeah. fucking prick. Turns he, out, yeah. <laughs> I like this. This feels. This <laughs> yeah, this feels is right. a fun game. <laughs> anyway, and uh, third question: uh, favorite movies slash TV shows. Well, we've already done favorite movies. Do you don't really like TV shows? Like Listen. I can answer this one, but but yeah. So what are your what are your favorites though? Uh, I was able to come up with a couple. Um, a lot. Some of them aren't in the air anymore, but <laughs> that's totally um, fine. When I was a teenager and into my like early twenties, I forget how late it went. Uh, Colbert Report was like my defining mm. show, which is it's really interesting to go back and think about it in our current era. And I really don't like the Late Show uh, with, with and it's it's I don't either. It's brought up a lot for like uh, for me to work through, which sounds weird, but it's that's a whole thing. But Colbert Report was a big defining thing for me. I watched it from when it premiered when I was sixteen to um, the final episode this past summer. I really enjoyed American Gods. Um, I yeah. thought that was a that I we talked about this a little bit in the um, cabin in the woods cabin episode. in the woods yeah yeah uh, it wasn't like there's some episodes that it kind of misfired uh, I thought the ending was a little anticlimactic um, but I really was impressed by it overall yeah parks me too. parks and recreation is one of my all time favorite shows mm-hmm. great um, feel good content really good uh, Stranger Things I really genuinely liked um, I dressed up as Eleven for Halloween last year and I killed it just want to say that. Uh, I like a lot of little like Marvel shows on Netflix. Um, I liked Daredevil. Like I liked Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones, Luke Cage. Those are those are good. They're not like my favorite favorite, but I enjoyed them. I liked the first season of You're the Worst. I need to go back and I, there's been like two or three seasons since then, so I need to like actually watch those. Uh, right now, I'm getting super into British Bake Off. Uh, yeah. It is amazing, guys. Like I love. I'm so upset that I'm flying through these episodes because I'm gonna run out of them soon. They're so good. It- I made so many pastries while I was watching that really? show. But you currently work part time for a bakery, so you're already like scratching that itch. But when I was watching it, I was like, I need to eat yeah. pastries. Yeah. I can't not eat pastries. It's right fantastic, now. and it like the whole like it's a very comfy aesthetic. It's great. Yeah, oh, it just it- makes you really have to eat pastries. Yes. That's the only downside slash upside of yes. that show. That's very true. And uh, a lot of I watch a lot of HGTV. <laughs> yeah, you do. Which it's you like, really do. It's both a guilty pleasure and like a genuine pleasure, uh, depending on the show and what I'm watching. Every now great. and then, Mary Ellen will just send me lengthy texts about like which <laughs> horrific rich people are buying an island or a mansion and like what she thinks about each of them. And oh, I'll be God. like, wow. Remember the, the Mr. Clean boyfriends? That was. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah, these two what, boyfriends that looked, they both look like Mr. They Clean. They both look like Mr. Clean. One yeah. of them slightly more so than the other one. Anyway, those are mine. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, I I have watched so many TV shows at this point that I really can't list all the ones I like. But I'll just say that recently I've been rewatching Star Trek The Next Generation and really enjoying it as like comfort viewing. Um, I recently watched glow on netflix which is like the wrestling show i really enjoyed the first season of that i think the first season of crazy ex-girlfriend is really good i actually didn't really like the second season that much and yeah i guess i'll just leave it at that oh also steven universe is amazing if you've never watched that yeah Um, i've seen a lot of people like it like a all-time fave category for me is like murder she wrote and miss miss fisher's murder mysteries you would are those are like classics for me is like ladies solving mysteries i, I want, will watch that and i want you to have a show where you and some old lady solve mysteries together i think that'd be cool 
that would that's my dream i'm gonna retire and become jessica fletcher what is mary berry doing now that she's not doing british bake-off I mean, could she be solving mysteries? With could Maddie I Myers? be the slightly more sprightly sidekick to Mary Berry? <laughs> I would love that. I would absolutely watch that show. And I think millions of people would also. Yeah. Yeah. It's I hope so. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be kickstarting that. <laughs> Great. I have no money, but I support <laughs> you in spirit. <laughs> Great. All right. All right. Y- your turn. OK, so this is from Mr. Thirds. What films have caused the strongest reactions from you while watching them, positive or negative? And again, I guess this is of all time. Uh, I'm trying to think of like movies that made me cry or vomit. Honestly, Sin City, and I already brought this up. Yeah. This movie, it's it had a seriously negative and horrible effect on me. This is kind of a sad story, but like Uh. I watched this movie... And I was like a teenage girl and there is, this isn't much of a spoiler, but like there's a serial killer in it who kills a bunch of sex workers. And that's like one of the many overarching plots. And those scenes were so graphic and horrifying to me that after I saw Sin City, I could not sleep for a full 24 hours due to being paralyzed with fear that I would be killed. And I... I was just like in a state of complete panic. How old were you when you watched the movie? It was, I think I was a freshman in college. So I was like living in my dorm room and I just stayed up all night, just lying there and like thinking about like somebody coming to kill me. I guess you could argue that maybe it was because it was my first year living away from home. But also that movie, there's so much violence against women yeah, I think it like brought me into a state of panic and yeah. I was just like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. So that movie is probably like one of the worst experiences that I ever had watching awful. a movie. Can we put can we put what's this fuck on our list of horrible filmmakers? Who did that movie? Um, Well, it's based on like, I know a Frank, Frank Miller, Miller comic. I know Frank Miller did the comic. And, and he- people love Sin City. And I had such a like visceral reaction to it. Oh, yeah. so apparently Frank Miller also directed it. And I hear that Frank Miller is like Fucked a up. jerk and an asshole. All right, we're going to put Frank so, Miller on our, on our list. I don't know. I, I kind of want to like expunge Sin City from my life by watching it again and realizing yeah. that it's like harmless and stupid. But for whatever reason, it just like well, you were deeply young. disturbed me. Yeah, I was young. I was young and I hadn't seen that much violence against women in a movie yet i guess or at least not that specific kind of like sexualized like i'm punishing this woman for having sex kind of violence like i think it was my first time seeing a movie that was not just graphic but like seemed to really hate women as being sexually active yeah and like i was kind of realizing that as a teen girl and being like wow this is gonna be a thing i have to deal with i guess well yeah all that's like scarier when it's it's kind of stuff that's hitting you for the first time and like yeah yeah no i i can relate so that was definitely a negative reaction um do you have stories like that oh like a positive well we've talked a lot about like movies we really liked um i remember when i first saw ex machina i saw it with like a bunch of female friends and after we watched it, we like all went back to a hotel room together and just talked about it for like five hours, just so long, just mm-hmm. analyzing every single part of the movie. And it was so great. And I think I mentioned that on the app. Yeah, I don't know. that's awesome. It was such a great way to watch the movie, to like go with a bunch of people that were really smart and then just talk about that movie for yeah. so long. It's what I like to do. So Whee! that's awesome. Your turn. Yeah. So I'll say which films have caused the strongest reactions for you. Um, I will say so. There's a documentary called uh, "The Act of Killing," uh, which I don't know if you've seen. I've probably mentioned no, it to I you haven't. before. 
Maybe, uh, yeah. It's about, um, I forget exactly where it's set, um, but it's specifically about this this one country's experience with uh, genocide. <laughs> so it's, you know. Um, and so it's like a real, you know, real, comedy yeah. of errors. Like I knew what I was getting into. Um, and what the director does uh, for this documentary is he finds basically uh, who, uh, somebody who would be considered a war criminal if the perpetuators of the genocide had lost um, but because they won, uh, he's considered like a hero. Uh, and he's like this older man now, um, but he's he's killed, you know, and tortured many, many people. Um, and he offers uh, this guy, he says, you know, I want to collaborate with you on a project. I want you to uh, cast and script and reenact your great heroic moments in fighting this war. And and so it's kind of like there's some weird black comedy in it where he's like casting for these scenes and like um, doing like bad like uh, action scenes and stuff in the torture scenes. But th- it starts to really fuck the guy up. Um, yeah. Reliving these things. And he's so he's like kind of trying to like contextualize these things. And it by the end, it's it's just re- it's it's one of the most intense movie endings i've ever seen um and so i just, just sobbed for like a good chunk of time uh after seeing it and it re- it stayed with me for a couple of days cuz it's not it's not just about this one particular uh group uh or this particular country um which by the way uh fun fact the american uh american government at the time supported um the people who were uh enacting genocide um because it was part of like an anti-communist measure um and so they justified a lot of the genocide by you know saying this is a communist even though it was just anyone who was opposed to the uh government in control yeah um and so there's you know that historical element to it but it's also basically about how people can act sadistically toward other human beings how they can justify harming human beings how we can justify wars um and and it doesn't take a monster it doesn't take a sociopath it doesn't take somebody who's so removed from the human you know experience to do these things it takes somebody like you or me and there are very specific set of circumstances that allow for these things to happen and that was obviously very heavy uh and it's something i i still think about a lot there's a sequel to the documentary and it's the same um post-war setting um, but instead, it's it's with a man whose father was killed in this genocide who's now seeking answers. Um, and I haven't been able to... I'm waiting for the right time to watch it because I know it'll be really intense. Um, yeah. So, Gosh. yeah. That's that's my... And then as far as... I mean, <laughs> I, I highly recommend it, but it's, it's hard. It's, it's like really a positive tough. and a negative reaction where it's like positive in the sense that it's a well-made film, it, but I mean, also like it, it will yeah. emotionally destroy you. Yes, it had a huge impact on me and the way... I, it had an impact on my politics. It had an impact on the way I see political conflict. It had an impact on my pacifism, which was later strengthened by my experiences um, studying in Northern Ireland. And so it it shaped a lot of really important ideas for me. It was an important film uh, in my own personal history. So I, you know, I highly recommend it, but it's a lot. Um, and then as far as a positive uh, response, I mean, I saw this movie once called Fury Road. Um, <laughs> yeah, cool. I, you, I, all my favorite movies, I have very big, like I, I cry at most movies. Um, I have mm-hmm. big emotional responses to movies. And usually that will manifest by me watching a movie over and over and getting really into it and um and so yeah i've had very positive experience all my favorite movies i've i've 
have felt very, you know, big emotional reactions to. Uh, and that's yeah. great. Guys, movies are great. Movies are great. Uh, thank you, Mr. Thirds, for uh, that question. Is it my turn or? I, I think it's remember. my turn. Okay. This is from Liam. Hi, Liam. Hey, Liam. Shout out. Uh, would you ever do podcasts on two movies that tell the same story, but differ in culture and regions? For example, Old Boy, uh, 2003 and 2013, or Ghost in the Shell. I actually thought this was a really good idea. Yeah. I don't know. I had never thought of this, but I now that you've thought of it, Liam, I would consider it. And yeah. I am considering it. I wrote it. sure with an exclamation point. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd be into hate watching Ghost in the Shell after watching the real one, but I would have to pirate it so that nobody gets any money for that shit. Mm. That is another director I don't like, by the way. Which? The guy who directed Ghost in the Shell is the same guy who... Killed to... your mother. Yeah. And wow. also hooked up with Kristen Stewart over the course <gasps> of Snow White and the Huntsman. Him! Oh. I'm going to look up this guy. What a naughty I man. I hate him. Guys, I'm on Team Case, too. Yeah, and... I mean, there's just no way. Oh, Rupert Sanders. There's just no way that that was like completely. All her. Yeah, yeah. I, he was in a position of power. It seems fucked up to me. I don't know any details. It's just me extrapolating. If you're somebody's just, much older male boss, don't fuck I, your much younger female employee. Star. And yeah. I, it just makes me really uncomfortable that he like sought out Scarlett Johansson and like tried really hard to convince her to do Ghost in the Shell. Oh, so she could wear I the mean, naked it's her, thing? It's her fault for doing it. She should have said no. Yeah. Her politics are bad. But also like yeah. he specifically was like, I want to get another hot white lady in my movie. Yeah. I don't know. He just seems like a piece of shit to me anyway so yeah i guess i'd hate watch that but also old boy which i've never seen either one of and i know it's like super violent so i would yeah i know i know it has the iconic hallway fight where he's like punching people in the hallway that's the soundtrack from it (laughs) it's a weirdly song yeah i go running to that song all the time it got really popular it got really big (laughs) but yeah i know about that and i also know the spoiler though to old boys so i don't Ah! oh wait yes i do yes i do just kidding i totally everyone like talked about it so i was like because there's memes about it yeah so i you know we're already spoiled but that's okay it's like fight club or anything else it's like you already know the spoiler but you watch the movie for we should watch fight club with something yeah maybe with old Old boy except (laughs) then we wouldn't be breaking the thing i had an idea for fight club but i can't remember what it was anymore uh, it was limitless some... <laughs> yeah you're right it was limitless <laughs> fight club we could probably find something really good for it because fight club's got a lot of like stuff to it talk was about. another movie that had a twi- oh it was the usual suspects oh, i wanted yeah. to pair with the usual suspects <laughs> i remember you thinking that i haven't seen usual anyway. suspects um your turn this one's from 16 bit um y'all ever considered reviewing green room okay so i think i remember what this movie is is it about like the nazi punk yes. band and patrick stewart's in it yeah yeah, you got it I right. remember seeing a trailer for it and thinking it looked good. I don't know a ton about it. I'd be open to watching it in my lifetime. <laughs> uh, I, I've i heard very good things about it. It's been on my list for a little bit. I do know it is quite violent. All right. um, so I'll, I'll tell you that much. But um, And also, I think it would be weird. If, I, this makes you sound like a fucking weirdo. But um, Anton Yelkin is the star in it, and he's dead. And so I feel, like, sad. But yeah. I could still, like, watch it. Um. Also, maybe is in it. Um, what's her face? Oh, Alia Shockett. Yeah, she's in it. Oh, well, I like her. Yeah. Well, so star-studded cast. I don't know. I we're sure, gonna say I, we're gonna say sure. We've considered it. <laughs> if if we find like a good, um, maybe we'll pair it with Fight Club. Maybe Citizen Kane. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we, those are the only pairings we'll consider for it. I I I'm open to watching. I don't know what we'd pair it with. Uh, cool. Next question. 
This is from D underscore Hanson on Twitter. And shout out. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. What is up, man? All right. Um, what two movies would you refuse to watch for the podcast, even if you're paid to watch them? That's a very I don't. Strong. If somebody's paying me to watch a movie, I think I would watch it. Like, I'm trying to think of a movie that I would. I thought of some. It. Okay. So go I, for it. I say a Serbian film. Have you ever heard of that one? No. It's supposed to, it like, it tried intentionally to be the most fucked up, sadistic, oh, gory movie okay. ever. There's like, like. So, like, it's like a snuff film. Yeah. I wouldn't want to watch Like, horrible things like happen to infant babies oh, in it. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. It, it, like, stuff I don't even want to, like, if I describe this stuff, it would really upset people. So, like, but it's like, it It was a thing. I think it came out like 2013, 2014. Um, but it was a thing to, like, dare people to watch it. So, I would not watch it. Because I don't see any yeah. value in that. I'm sorry. I just don't. It was the two girls, one cup era where people were daring each other to watch things exactly. all the time. Um, I would not watch Human Centipede, probably. Because um, yeah, just it, uh, it just grosses me out. I'm sorry. I it's mean, just, if like, somebody paid me a lot of money, I'd watch how it. How much? I don't know, like $1,000. That's not very much. Well, it's just a movie. That's true. I don't think Human Centipede... It, is, the idea really grosses me out oh it grosses me out too but like i know people who've watched it and i've like heard from them about what happens in it. It, it it mostly sounds just boring yeah. because like it relies on the central shock value of that concept and then there's not really anything else yeah that happens the, yeah. so i think it would probably be more bearable than watching like a snuff film or something that's like actually disgusting the entire time yeah um but it would probably just be really boring so that would suck that's but, true you I've know, heard, I'd I've get, heard this, I'd get a, some money at the I've end heard of it. the second one though is deliberately really gory, the sequel. All right. Well, so basically like just outright disgusting or gory movies, like anything yeah. in that category, I would be like it would need to be a lot of money. Yeah. And I'm really sensitive to stuff like like I the Saw movies are fine. If you want to watch them and you like them, it's fine. I've I've seen most of Saw One. Um, but I get like it, it I physically get really uncomfortable and like anxious watching people hurt. Um, like yeah. get like torture sequences. Or... I definitely do, especially if it's like politically motivated or like yeah, a, like a hate crime depicted. Like if it's something like that, I get more upset. Yeah, as opposed to just senseless violence in a movie that's like detached from any sense of morality. I can kind of turn my brain off and be like, this is just circus music playing like yeah. i don't know <laughs> yeah i could do like heightened violence or just like slasher mm -hmm. violence exactly I, any yeah, yeah, yeah. any drawn out somebody's in pain thing is like oof. it's it does my brain just doesn't like it very yeah, much yeah like what's that movie where it's like 20 hours or 27 hours oh or with james frank 27 yeah, yeah. Where james franco, franco is, like gnaws his own yeah, arm off no nope, i wasn't signing I, up for that i don't want to do that nope not today <laughs> not today <laughs> I've got other stuff I want to do. Yeah. Frankly, low at the bottom list. I mean, if somebody paid me to watch, I'd probably, probably See, watch the James Franco one. That's the problem with this question. Yeah. If it was just what two movies Guys, would you look, refuse to watch for the podcast? We don't have a lot podcast? of money. <laughs> you know, like, we could I would use refuse to money. watch a lot of stuff. But if somebody's offering to pay me, then... It turns yeah. out I'll do just anything. But then in what context? Is somebody like getting off on you watching Human Centipede? That's gross. I wouldn't do that. Okay, but that's not what's in the question. I know, but what, somebody was like, hey. No, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm refusing the terms. Of <laughs> Obviously, I wouldn't. Well, what if they were like really nice about it? Hey, I'm going to pay you. <laughs> I'm going to get off on it. But yeah, it's just my no. thing, and I'm going to pay you a lot of money in a timely still fashion, no. and I'm not going to contact you. I'd probably no. do it. 
It's a no for me. All right. Well, let me know, I guess. <laughs> the people who want you to watch it? Please don't actually do that. <laughs> I've changed my mind. <laughs> well, this question got weird fast. Listen, you're the one who brought sex work into it. I didn't. I know, but I'm, sa- I'm saying there's a lot of context in which Guys, somebody might sex pay work you to do. involves a lot of emotional labor, and Mary Ellen and I are bad at that. So, like, yeah, props yeah. to anybody who can do that, but I just, I'm not up for it. It's not a skill I have. That's the lesson of this Q&A, it is. I think. Sex work is hard. Neither you and I are interested in, in pursuing that. Um, not as from a moral standpoint, but from a standpoint From of, a personal I, skill set standpoint. Yes. Uh, so shout out and as Missy Elliott <laughs> said what's that what's that line the Missy Elliott song I don't know uh, I'm not... ain't no shame in doing your thing yeah just as long as you stay ahead of the game or something like that shout out <laughs> alright so this is the last question I guess Unless... no then Pam also submitted one okay uh, which I wrote down cool uh, so yeah this is the second to last you can read it so this is from Jazbeck if that's how it's pronounced yes sorry if it's not um what's your best and worst movie watching experience either at a theater or at home or whatevs this is an interesting question like Mm. what's a shitty movie theater there's a theater near my house that still hasn't replaced the seats with those big leather seats that every other movie theater has now (laughs) and there's some really shitty beat up seats in that theater Mm. that i've ended up in i remember going to see deadpool in that theater and being like wow i ended up in a really uncomfortable chair for this luckily i find deadpool funny because wow it's fine but i mean it's just like an old shitty theater it wasn't like the worst movie watching experience though i'm trying to think if i've ever been to like a party or something where i was trying to concentrate on a movie and nobody else was i've been Mm. in situations like that in my life i've been in situations where somebody next to me has been like giggling or laughing or talking to the person next to them and i've almost lost my shit and you don't know that the friend is a friend who talks way too much during a movie Mm. yeah i have some friends like that but now i know (laughs) that about them so i like take them to a this person like, wasn't with me it was just some asshole that was being loud oh shit that sucks too do you yeah, remember what movie that always it was makes me mad uh most recently it was um the newest star wars movie oh rogue one rogue one and it was like the last half hour this couple next to me who were like these pale goth kids <laughs> just for you know uh characterization yeah um they just giggled the whole time and like Rogue One, I it was fine. I didn't love it, um, but I it wasn't one of my favorites. But the ending is dark. The last thirty minutes are dark things. So to have people giggling, that's weird like, and annoying. It's an infuriating experience um, because I'm like, I just want to watch this fucking movie and judge it for myself, please and thank you. Um, yeah, so that was really annoying. That, so is that was super yeah, annoying. I hated that. Uh, as far as positive, um, I mentioned this in the Swiss Army Man episode but i really had a great experience at uh this one theater uh somerville theater in davis square because the audience there is like all young 20 somethings who are all like very expressive and get all the jokes and have the right emotional beats Mm -hmm. um and so swiss army man was like wonderful seeing that for the first time there Uh, also train wreck i saw train wreck for the first time there and people were like fucking dying um to the point where i couldn't hear some lines because people were still laughing so loud um and so that was like very fun too yeah that's rad oh and for the dark the the dark night (laughs) the first time i saw the dark night my sister ann and i saw it at the midnight showing and so people were like really hyped for it and and we're like making comments during the commercials in advance which is funny and then we still remember this and quote it to each other um but it was like all quiet and it's all like ready and then the dc logo comes up and austin this guy from the back goes i want my money back (laughs) (laughs) we were like what 
Like, it just, and everyone kind of, like, laughed a little bit, and then, the, like, the movie actually started, but it was just fucking awesome. That's uh, really shout out to that funny guy. and absurd. I it was so weird. <laughs> That's great. I want my money back. We kind of answered this, but the second question here is related to that. Has the presence of an audience ever improved the movie for you or like in general made it more enjoyable? And I think you just answered that. I mean, I think if you have a great audience at a comedy movie, that helps a lot. Mm. I remember when we saw Suicide Squad having other people like shouting at it was a fun thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I also remember when I saw Rogue One, the audience was like weirdly quiet and the only people laughing were me and my sister and brother-in-law. And we laughed at like all the jokes in that movie and like no one else did and i remember being like this is strange does That's no one think that experience. alan tudyk is funny but us i guess weird um i that recently happened to me when i saw spider-man homecoming um to like an embarrassing extent <laughs> like you were uh, laughing out loud and no one else was well and uh, yes so there, like i would laugh at the jokes and no one else would and then at one point hannibal burris has like two like mini scenes in it and he, I love Hannibal Buress. Yeah, and he was so funny. I did like this really loud bark laugh. <laughs> like you've heard, you've heard my laugh. Yeah. I, sometimes my laugh is very loud. So it was like this one single bark <laughs> laugh, and the whole rest of the year was completely silent. And I started laughing a little bit at that. It was, it was really uncomfortable. Uh, so I guess like fucking. Cape Cod doesn't like a joke. Well, I don't know. Fuck They're very Cape serious. Cod. I guess everybody there needs to chill out. Well, it's like young families, but like it's it was funny. I don't know. I yeah. I mean, sometimes you just get a crappy audience. I think it's only more noticeable if it's like a comedy and you're laughing yeah. and no one else is, and you're like, does no one is no one getting this? All right, right. Well, and I rarely see horror films in the movie theater because I if I am like scared or overwhelmed by it, I want to be able to be like not today. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hear from a lot of people that sometimes like people will laugh during scary parts, and that's like an annoying thing. Yeah, um, I saw Get Out in the theaters, and oh yeah, I saw Get Out in the theaters. But I like that wasn't like I guess it was it was scary, but I felt yeah. like all the audience reactions were pretty good. But I my audience was saw really... it in a pretty diverse part of town, which is where I live. Yeah. So that might my help. audience was entirely white and was pretty quiet. So I was like, whatever. Well, that's fair enough. This is what I deserve. I've, I've heard horror stories about white audiences going to get out and like laughing uncomfortably at the wrong times and like people yeah, being like, Yeah, I guess it's oh, ideal. God. Like you're laughing because you're like uncomfortable at like being called out on racism and you don't know how to react to the movie. Um, that was me the whole time. I was sitting and watching Get Out and was like, ha 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 ha. <laughs> just trying to, you know. Yeah, just, just, just trying to cope. Just trying to feel something. This is, this is hilarious. Yeah, I mean, there are funny, intentionally funny parts of Get Out, but I, I think, there are, there I are. think that the audience I saw it with, I remember being more like gasping at the scary parts and laughing at the yeah. funny parts. Yeah, we didn't even get, we didn't even get any gasps or anything. Hmm. It's pretty whatever. It was like an afternoon showing, so it's whatever. Uh so Pam from Media Maven submitted a question, and I like this question. I think it's interesting. Is it more fun to podcast about movies that you don't like? Huh. I actually like it when we do a movie we like. I think it's a different kind of fun. It is. I I find it kind of hard to podcast about the movies we don't like because first of all we have to watch them. Yeah. <laughs> we did we which we always forget. <laughs> We're like, yeah. oh shit, I gotta We're watch like, we fucking. We should do this. And then I'm yeah. like, now I have to watch it. Yeah. Fuck. Like, mm-hmm. I, like, watching Batman v Superman 
was an ordeal for me because I yeah. kept pausing it and rewinding it because Same. I felt insane and like yeah. I didn't understand what was happening and like it's funny and like we exchanged funny texts throughout and like obviously we did our best with that episode but it was an ordeal and yeah. I had trouble with it so there's that but also like watching the Hulk movie the first Hulk movie that was like hilarious and bad <laughs> I enjoyed so much and then I enjoyed doing the episode a lot so it's yeah. kind of it really depends on the movie like some movies are really fun to talk about and it isn't like about whether they're bad or good it's just like yeah there's something to say. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. For me, it's like, it's just like a different type of energy. Like if we're talking about a movie that we both didn't like, we could kind of goof off and like, we'll like do the thing where we just make up scenes that didn't actually happen. <laughs> yeah. And so I just get like really giddy and goofy. And usually afterward, I'm just like in like a high, like giddy mm -hmm. mood. Um, whereas like with the stuff we both like, you and I will usually get into like a really interesting discussion. Um, and that's really fun. And it's, and, you know, talk about that and, and sort of, um, yeah, bring and sometimes up really it's not as ideas. funny. Like, like right. we got episode, like, I don't think our ex machina episode is like a it's laugh hilarious. riot. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> You're right. It is. It's, it's laughs a minute, but like, I think we, I think it's a good app. Like, I think yeah. we like talk about a lot of stuff in it and obviously the Mad Max Trinity, like there's, there's definitely Trinity. funny parts. I think episode two of that one is pretty funny because we were like, like in it. a hyperactive mood that yeah. day but like the rest of it is just serious analysis and like i think that that's cool too i was telling somebody on twitter the other day that i still can't i don't like listening to the first episode of the mad max trilogy because i could tell i'm nervous and it like <laughs> makes me feel agitated like I, I can't but like by the second episode i'm like a little more freewheeling um yeah. yeah i like listening to the first one because i like your little essay but you know yeah i can understand how that would be weird for you to listen it is to. it is i'm not used to emotional honesty <laughs> ever um but yeah so that's if that's an answer um i i honestly i like doing both and i'm glad that we do both i'm glad it's not just movies we don't like yeah that would be tough for me i think yeah. we would have trouble sticking with it i mean i i think i would yeah, I do it for the excuse to like hang out because that's yeah. kind of the purpose of the show. Right. But it would be tough for me if we were only doing movies to make fun of them. Yeah, because I mean, part of the enjoyment I get from this podcast is like recommending movies to other people and and digging into movies I really like and, and mm -hmm. finding new themes and ideas in them. And that is all really interesting and, and enjoyable to me. So I'm glad we get to do that, too, as well as like get goofy and make fun of stuff we don't like as much right on so basically we're doing the show perfectly and we're not going to change anything yeah you're welcome <laughs> listeners that's what i'm saying thank you for sending us this reader mail thank you it was it was really cool i'm i'm impressed we got as many questions as we did yeah it was actually really awesome yeah and we love and you. other people just sent us like nice stuff that was just like complimenting us um, all right so now we're gonna do what mary ellen doesn't want to do which is be emotionally honest honest on the show because we wrote each other questions did you write me like emotional questions no but i mean oh there are God. questions about you all right do you want me to go first yeah you go first because then I'll, okay. I'll i'll change my questions if we touched on this a little bit earlier but mary ellen has notoriously not seen old movies yes and so Originally, my phrasing for this question is, what's the oldest movie you've ever seen? But maybe a more fair way to ask it would be, what is an example of an old movie you've seen that you actually liked or would recommend? And you mentioned Casablanca. Huh. Maybe that's it. But if there's another one that was made before... 1950 or 1960 wow um do i need to go do i need to go back 
because you don't even watch movies from the 70s really right alien okay that's 79 is that an old movie i mean it was made in 79 <laughs> that's like but like that's even what about, rare for me like the conversation what the, the con- godfather <laughs> oh no i haven't seen the godfather yeah, we might do that on this show. I've been seeing a lot. I mean, I had to watch. I took a film class uh, was on, when right, I was at yeah. Emerson College. That's Shout how out. I've seen a lot of these right. old canon movies. So I watched. From film I watched classes. Citizen Kane. I watched. Um, you know what? Like I watched the Great Train Robbery, the first film with a narrative. Yeah, yeah. So I've seen. Like I guess that would be the. I wouldn't recommend it. It's not really great. <laughs> the yeah. effects are shitty. Um, I guess. I guess Casablanca is the only thing that would like fit into my parameters. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I would recommend Cas. I haven't seen it in a while, but I remember being like a young. I was in my late teens or early twenties, and I watched it. And I was surprised at how resonant it still was i don't know what it is with my thing in older movies um i just am, am more reluctant to to go back and, and peek at some um but usually like if i do i've enjoyed it i mean it took me a lot to go back and watch alien and that like you know i feel like m- that's not even that old but yeah but that was like a thing um right so, so i don't know um i'll have to i'll have to do more research into ones that i've maybe seen or would well, be there's no pressure i think it's cool that you watch casablanca it's a fun mary ellen fact that i did not know before we mary ellen this mary has watched casablanca cool now every the world knows it so are we gonna switch off or are you gonna ask me yeah i'll ask okay. you okay so we're at episode number 25 Mm-hmm. Who do you hope to interview for episode number fifty? Oh shit! Mm. Uh, Besides my my dad again. Right, I uh, duh. He'll be there. <laughs> He'll be a permanent co-host by then. Right. I mean, I kind of want to say George Miller because it's sure. what I know you would want, and also yeah. because I genuinely would like to interview him. And because like, I why think not he, shoot for the moon? Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. that would be interesting. Yeah, but I'm I'm trying to think if there's is like that other a realistic people. fifth? I think that might be an a hundred. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. We will get there. Oh, yeah. should I pick somebody realistic? This isn't just like a dream. Yeah, like the level of fame above my dad, but below George Miller. <laughs> like somebody we could actually get. <laughs> episode fifty. Twenty five more episodes from now. All right, Alia Shockett. Oh, great, great. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll do green room <laughs> yeah we'll there. do green room we'll talk to her about that we'll talk to her about yeah. final girls we'll talk about arrested development she Great. actually seems really fun i've read multiple interviews with her and mm-hmm. she seems like a cool person do you think we so, can get michael shannon for 50 i mean who knows because the thing about michael shannon is he's a fucking weirdo <laughs> he might do it right like you don't know what he would and would not do um so i don't know that's hmm. something to, that's something to think about Maybe we would do like Man of Steel or something that he's been in and then we could talk to him about it. He wouldn't be excited probably to talk about Man of Steel. He'd be excited to talk about one of his like artsy fartsy ones. Mm -hmm. We could do one of those. Yeah. We'll talk to his people. (laughs) All right. Your turn. What's a movie you haven't seen that you feel embarrassed you haven't seen? Huh. We didn't. We obviously didn't tell each other these questions ahead of time. (laughs) I get. I mean, I guess any movie before nineteen sixty. I don't know. I mean, there's, there's. It could be like a modern movie that like everybody's asking you if you've seen yet and you haven't. That happens to me constantly. Usually, I I watch those movies just because I get sick of people asking me. Yeah, you go to the theater by yourself, which is rad, and like it has encouraged me to do that. Because it's, it's, I actually prefer it to going to movies with people. 
Um, I really like going to movies by myself. I don't know. I just always had. Well, it was like a um, when I was a teenager uh, and first like at college, it was like a soothing thing. Like it helped if I was ever like really panicky or stressed out, I would just go see a movie and and like the movie theater was like right across from my campus um, and was like open late and all that stuff. Um, and so I would just go see a movie and like reset my brain and feel better. Yeah. So as a result, you've seen a lot of movies that were made from your teenage years on. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've, I've seen a, a good amount. I mean, everybody has probably seen a lot of movies. I, uh-huh. I feel like you are generally really up to date, though. Like. You saw Spider-Man Homecoming like pretty quickly. I still have not seen it. So that might be an example of a movie I ha- I'm sad I haven't seen yet. But I hadn't seen John Wick. Uh, and I yeah, knew pe- I haven't and, seen it either. And people were like bugging me about that for a while. I wasn't like embarrassed I hadn't seen it though. I was just like, I know, I gotta watch it. And I watched it and it was like, fine. Is there one that you feel embarrassed that you haven't seen? Uh, I don't know. Usually. Uh, Do you ever feel embarrassed? No, I've actually never felt the, the <laughs> sense of embarrassment uh, ever. I've heard of it. Uh, can't relate. No, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't generally feel like. I guess I, I wish I had more knowledge of like great film canon. Like I, if you ask me, like a, a like French new wave or like mm-hmm. different types of like I'm not studied. You know, like I don't know. Um, I don't have a lot of back like official background in in film. Um, so I guess I'd like I'd just like to know more, just to be more knowledgeable. Generally speaking. Um, but I don't get like embarrassed to not have seen like something that people are super into if I don't feel like that into it, you know, mm-hmm. do you have an answer for this one? I don't. I yeah. I just think it's interesting. I feel yeah. kind of embarrassed. I guess I do have an answer. So I have seen The Godfather one and two, but I saw them at a party where everybody was talking. <laughs> <laughs> and so puts I on feel The like Godfather at a party. I had... Uh, like had some really strange friends in high school i mean no judgment (laughs) is the answer to that question um and i was like the one who was trying to watch it because i was like i've actually never seen these and like when i was in high school like i didn't have a way to watch a movie that i didn't have like it wasn't like now where the internet exists and you could just watch any movie at any time yeah people forget that i was sneaking i was sneaking r-rated movies into the house like yeah that was a thing i didn't have a way to watch the godfather other than at this party where somebody owned the box set which was like a thing you had to buy a thing yeah and yeah. it was expensive to do. And I was like, great, my friend owns the box out of this. I'm going to watch it. But I really didn't hear most of it, like, yeah. at all. And I've just felt bad that I've never circled back to those movies. But I don't know that I actually care. I've seen them, essentially. Yeah. But whatever. I don't feel embarrassed. I only feel embarrassed about it if somebody, like, starts shaming me for not having seen the Godfather. Uh, fuck and that then, and then I And then I'm like, what the fuck is your problem? Right. Like, Who cares.com? Yeah, who cares.com. And also somebody tweeted at us, not with a question, but just like with a comment that like the only movie they had ever seen that we'd done was oh god, I can't remember. Oh, I think it was Mad Max. Yeah. And they hadn't seen any of the other movies. And Respect. I realized that that meant that they had not seen The Dark Knight or Captain America Civil War or Cabin in the Woods or like all these movies that there's so much social pressure to see. Yeah. And I was like weirdly proud of that person. So shout out to them. <laughs> anyway, go yeah. for it. Ask I me mean, a question. Fortunately, I don't or continue. Ex- I don't experience or continue. I don't experience a lot of social pressure. I guess like if if people are really praising a movie, I'm eager to check it out. Um, But if people are really saying, oh, this movie's a classic, you got to see it. Like, I kind of know myself and I know my tastes are kind of unique and scattered. And and I can usually tell 
if I'll have an interest in something. Um, and so I don't generally feel like yeah bad. I, that, you know, this could be like my job talking though, because like I've yeah typically had a job where staying up to date on pop culture, even if it's not necessarily movies, but just like something. Like I've had different jobs over the years that are like different forms of entertainment reporting, and there's always either social pressure or work pressure or kind of both to be like, you should be seeing all the new movies as soon as you can and watching all the new Netflix shows right, and so on and right. so forth. So I try to keep up, but yeah. That's- well, I feel like there's a real cultural pressure around that too. I mean, there's just so much shit out there. There's so many shows, there's so many movies, um, there's so many podcasts. Yeah, but I think it's really cool when somebody's like, you know what? Nope, haven't checked it out, don't plan to. Yeah, because uh, you, ha- I mean, you have to make those choices. You can't watch every fucking movie. As we've said, there's like 16 movies out there. Yeah, um, and that's a lot. And I mean... It's a lot of movies. It's really... It's actually fewer movies than episodes of this show. So we've already had to watch <laughs> some of them multiple times. And it's like, how much is there to even say? Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. My question for you. Uh, what is your favorite episode of this podcast and why? Okay. I think you already know the answer to this. Probably the Dark Knight episode. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I really like the Dark Knight episode. I think my favorite part is the end when I can't figure out <laughs> what you're saying and we're we're trying to analyze the the hero uh-huh. that, that Gotham deserves and I can just hear my voice breaking <laughs> because it was so late when we recorded that and I'm I'm I can like imagine myself and like feel myself in the room again <laughs> and it's like a pleasant sensation where I'm like remembering how fun it was and like it was really fun and like how I felt in that moment of just like so tired but also <laughs> laughing so hard with you and then yeah. also the moment right after that when you remind me of how long we talked about the brick scene like just that entire <laughs> section of the show i just really enjoy and that was great i think that was the moment when we realized that we could talk about a movie for three hours and that it would yeah. like still be entertaining at least i think it's entertaining the whole time and like that's i think it's yeah crazy i, like I don't that know episode. that i would say that of like all of our three hour reps i mean i don't know if the ex machina one is like as funny and stuff it's more just like serious analysis for three hours and Mm. that's fun to listen to in chunks but i actually think the dark knight app is like pretty funny for like a while and that's that's a feat of strength of some kind Mm. for us i think it is so i'm proud of of us of the episodes i go back and listen to dark knight is a very frequent one it's like a comfort listen for me yeah because i like remember i remember the good times when we podcasted in person ah we'll do it again someday (laughs) someday what's what's your fave uh it would probably be either dark knight or um I have a special place in my heart for the Incredible Hulk episode. <laughs> the second one? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because uh, we get really, really goofy and, and we're just so punchy. And then I, the first, when the episode came out, um, I was in the, the hospital. This is last yeah, January. Yeah, that's true. And so listening to, I listened to it in the hospital and it was just like, so nice um to hear us like just laughing and being complete fucking idiots about like <laughs> the whole let the hulk fuck repeatedly the hulk. that's from that's the icon i mean that has to be up there the iconic let the hulk fuck episode yeah it's so that and it's just really it makes me really laugh there's a lot of things that make me laugh in that episode i think like the <laughs> line where i accidentally said he swallowed a hard drive <laughs> flash dry like all this stuff it's just really goofy um and so and it has like a special place just like in my heart um and so i like that one a lot yay we're the best 
By the way, Marielle we... and I genuinely like our own show. Like, sorry to reveal <laughs> is that. Is that okay? Is that, like, is is that, that acceptable? Normal? We think we're very funny. We're doing yeah. this for ourselves. Mostly. We're worried that the view, the listens on the Dark Knight episode are like mostly us. Um, it might, it so. might be entirely yeah. us. Okay. Your turn. I had a third question for you. What is your least hated Nolan movie? Ooh. Um, I would say probably Dark Knight. Um, just cause I have so many positive associations with it. Like mm-hmm. I, um, I had a good friend, uh, in college, um, who we watched the, the first trailer together and it's a good trailer. I mean, it still holds up. Uh, and we got really hyped and that <laughs> night he decided to dress up as the Joker, uh, and go around just busting into people's dorm rooms and like laughing and throwing cards at them. Yeah. Um, and it was a good time. I mean, we were just, we were all like, I went to like kind of an arts S school. And so we were all fucking weirdos. Um, <laughs> it was, it was really fun. And then like, just seeing it with like with my sisters and with my friends and having like, like references about it and that sort of, so I have, it's become more of like, I don't know. It has more personal connections for me. Um, and I did at one point, I loved that movie when I was like younger and like it's it didn't hold up but it's fine um i don't think it's like as problematic as some of his other movies yeah i i mean i have an answer to this that isn't that if you want to know what is it this might surprise people but i'm actually gonna say interstellar now that doesn't mean i think interstellar is great the question is what is my least favorite (laughs) least hated nolan movie And, and i think it's that i haven't seen every single movie he's ever done but of the ones i've seen and i think it's just that Okay, so Interstellar does have some female characters in it. That helps. Mm -hmm. It makes some weird gendered assumptions where it's like, all the women in the movie care about feelings and love. Love. And the men don't. And, like, I'm not a fan of that. But I feel like Interstellar, if you kind of, like, look at Chris Nolan's movies in order, you can kind of tell that it occurs to him over time that maybe he should like try to write women more like <laughs> except for Dunkirk. Yeah. Then he just went full in the other direction yeah. and was like, I don't care. I'm just going to do men no again. Women. I, I yeah. fucked up. I don't know what I'm doing anymore, but interstellar used to be his most recent project until Dunkirk. And yeah. I, I felt like it was a sign that he was like kind of trying to do something different and be like, mm. I don't really know how to write women, but I'm going to like try and yeah. that doesn't mean it's great, but I think it's a stronger entrant in that mm. journey of Nolan's writing slash directing. Yeah. But then Dunkirk happened and I don't fucking know. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. The whole thing just went right down the toilet. You know, so. at least Harry Styles was there. Yeah, that's true. Kind of a strange choice, but yeah. apparently Tom he's Hardy's face. I don't want to see Dunkirk. I don't. I'm not interested. Um, if I, people I, paid us, I don't know that I would. I guess I, I would, would watch it. I would watch people pay us. I mean, if That's people easy. want to pay us, we should make that a Patreon reward, like a really high tier one. A thousand dollars, like a thousand dollars, we'll watch Dunkirk. Yeah, <laughs> that's so rude. <laughs> I like Especially it. if like one person paid it. Oh, we had we had that idea where we do like a um, oh, yeah. commentary. We still want to do. That'll happen someday. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, do you have any other? I only had those. I three have one more question. Okay, great. Yeah, I, great, great. I have three. So you have like six podcasts right now. Only two, but thank you. If you started a seventh podcast, what would it be about? Uh, I'm. I mean, my dad gave you a lot of ideas in that interview. It could be coffee roasting. Yeah. Golf. 
It could be. <laughs> this is a really boring answer, but I would probably try to actually do something to for my job. And I've been thinking about trying to do one because we do a lot of podcasts at work. So I've been like, yeah. oh, I should be going above and beyond at work and like making a work <laughs> podcast. I've actually been That's thinking about meant. that. But like, I'm also like, Jesus, I already have two podcasts that I do when I'm not working that are technically yeah. work because we have a Patreon. So mm. <sighs> I don't know. More of a labor of love. But maybe I'll end up doing a video game podcast again. I used to do one before, so it's not like I've never Mm. done it, but it's, it's a different beast and it's, it's a lot. There's a lot of like releases and like news with video games. It's yeah. like, if you do a video game podcast, it's, it's a different kind of podcasting. It's way less chill than this where we don't have to prepare much and we can watch movies from any time period and be like whatever here's what we think about yeah. something that happened 20 years ago well some like some movie podcasts are just what's out like right. that week but we don't fuck with that no we don't, we don't really so because and like people are, like people have asked me like what do you think of like your competitors i'm like well they mostly do that that's probably why they get views but mm-hmm. i know. mean we might get more popular if we were willing to do that i know people requested that we do atomic blonde and stuff and i Mm. i did see that in the theaters but it's it's, i haven't seen it yet it's a lot to ask podcast hosts to like go pay for a movie ticket yeah once a week spend money yeah anyway i i don't know so it would probably be something work related if i were to do a third show that's the only way i'd do it because doing two shows is already like a lot for me six shows yeah yeah six you're right what would you do if you were to do a second show i don't know um i feel like most of the stuff i get really interested about has happened like two years ago oh, what? <laughs> you know what like, are some I'm not, examples I, i'm not i mean i'm getting 2015 really into... was like really good <laughs> I'm, i mean fury road came out yeah. i'm getting i'm getting really into british bake-off um <laughs> what like, if you I did don't a know. show that was like just about 2015 <laughs> and you just like went through that year and you were like here's yeah, what was, was great. great that happened yeah i don't know um i and that's another problem with um like i've wanted to do video game stuff like a let's play or something but i only really like the fallout games yeah so you would basically just be endlessly let's playing fallout i think people would watch that i i don't know i don't think so but my personality is just the type where i'm not constantly on the pulse of what just got out it's like I will get into something two years after everyone else be like, this is fucking cool. I'm going to explore this for a further six months. You know, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think that's fine. I also think it's really cool that we have a show that's like chill about everything. Well, and I I feel like there are things that benefit from having a look after they've had some what of a cultural impact or like seeing what part they play like this influenced this slate of movies or, or that sort of thing yeah uh, which i feel like we don't get the opportunity to do that much because everything is about what just came out what's the fresh take right like, a, like what's who, in our cultural moment right now what right what happened this week that everyone's you know and i don't want to get like fucking lame but i think <laughs> there is a, a like a political and cultural and like psychological benefit to having some reflection in with the always talking about what's happening right now i think that's i I think that's a good attitude to like kind of subvert that and be like let's talk about things that happened a long time ago and like right because i think there's so much that if we looked at so you're gonna watch old movies finally is that where this is going oh god (laughs) there should be a podcast marion tries really hard to watch old movies and i'm just like i don't know i would love that and like most of it is just you refusing to watch the movie (laughs) and just being like look at this look at this title i don't i don't know look at these opening credits it's just orchestra music and like text cards coming up i'm already bored 
I don't know how I would do a solo podcast because I'm very I like all my shit is conversational. Mm-hmm. I like talking things through. You'd have to find somebody who could do it. It can't be me. I already have six no. podcasts. Yeah, I'm very like feminine coded in that way. I'm not somebody who likes like I'm not a stand up person. I'm not somebody who likes to just proclaim, you know, I'm the same way. It's hard for me. I like to work things out through conversation. I think we've worked out a lot today. I feel better. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> <laughs> this has uh, been a show yeah i mean i don't know if any of this was worthwhile talking about this was like um, long and we was. mostly talked about our favorite movies Ourself. like 12 times i know well a lot of people asked about them well but then they deserve it they got it yeah they sure wow. got it i this could be shit it could be whatever i you know let us know we won't our feelings won't be hurt we, they I don't will know. not be at all and if you yeah. do want to send us reader mail we'll maybe read it on a future episode episode hey oh we forgot dia actually asked a question in her mail i think it was about christopher nolan yeah i was like what's the deal yeah she was like what's the deal with that guy which is a good question like is he okay that's actually the overarching question our podcast is trying to answer so we'll keep on that dia yeah thanks for for sending in a a fan mail dia it was delightful you also said very sweet things it was very nice yeah she did and shout out to my friend uh soren as well yeah soren um, sent us a great reader mail or basically a dissertation on the final girls uh that i'm still pouring through <laughs> so thank you <laughs> i read it it was highly enjoyable it's it was about cool. how the kids mix up the greek myths at the beginning of the movie and how that could be symbolic of some other things but yeah it was cool i dug it he was he was a writing major that's his you know well <laughs> well um anyway anyway we, thank you we love your mails and you can send them to us at let's watch two yeah. movies at gmail.com the digit two or the number two or written out or whatever the fuck listen i'm the tired digit two or the number two <laughs> the digit two Either the number one. two or written out <laughs> <laughs> also we have um, a twitter yeah it's let's watch two and we're individually on twitter i'm at Mitty myers i'm at mary ellen murr right now i'm under caesar honeybee because i'm applying for some jobs but it's still me <laughs> don't worry about it <laughs> wait what <laughs> you know i used to be caesar honeybee oh like your display name is caesar yeah yeah yeah. okay yeah, but yeah. i mean i guess my real name is like mostly still in the handle so it's not like i'm going like covert ops here <laughs> you are though so guys just, don't uh, call mary guys, ellen mary ellen no online one, lately I, I was thinking of making my display name michael shannon is a witch because i he is i don't think that'll fit in the character uh, count you're right you're right Maybe just Michael Shannon. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, why not? <laughs> anyway. Well, it's been a journey. I hope you guys enjoyed whatever the fuck this was. <laughs> Our usual sign-off doesn't work, but I guess we'll do it anyway. Until, Until next, next time, time, we'll be, be watching, watching two movies. movies. Why was this so long? <laughs> so it's 11 at goddamn night. Follow us at AtomicBlueProductions.com or support us at Patreon.com slash AtomicBlueProductions.